Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. News team, assemble! Ladies and gentlemen, it's as rare as a supermoon eclipse. It's the Untitled Wrestling Podcast Weekly News Roundup with a four-man booth. I'm your host, the podcast daddy, Troy Grant, and I'm joined by my esteemed colleagues and all-round top, top lads and co-producers, the blue drink swigging, top shagger, Aaron Stanman Sackliffe, best in bootle, top roberine's very own Ben Jackson, and the scouse savant, the silky smooth Jay Luff. Oh yeah, did you like that, did you? That was considerably more effort than it was probably worth, but yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I it. <laughs> wow. I was saying, I mean, I enjoyed it, but yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm a top shagger. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so, if, if you do say so yourself. You said it, not me. Make you add it. You add it as your screen name. I know, I know we are allowed to swear on this, but like for professional purposes, I like to keep it to the minimum. But I'm just straight in with the first half of that for like 15 seconds. <laughs> Could be worse. As soon as we found out that NXT 2.0 was going to TV 14, Aaron's first word dropped a C bomb within about yeah! 10 seconds. <laughs> just, just like reactionary. Just like, oh. Yeah, just better get that out there. He's yeah. just he's just waiting for Von Wagner to utter the word "cunt," <laughs> <laughs> like Kane's first word in the Attitude Era. That's it gets the green light and it's all systems go. <laughs> if you want more Scottish man swearing, NXT 2.0. Let's go. Scottish man swearing and also words that Aaron's now. Aaron is made Aaron up. is one of those things. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! What are you swearing? anyway we're here to talk about some some wrestling news aren't we um before we do that we'll we'll do our usual quick breeze through of of shenanigans that have happened in this week's shows i don't think any of us watched raw i watched a bit of last week's i saw the egg yeah rory's egg uh austin theory stole an egg and then gave it back and got a title shot apparently what title WWE title. He got yeah. a shot at the WWE title this week. Big Ave. Because he yeah. stole the egg. Because he stole wow. an egg. So, Do you Vin, know that Vin egg on Survivor whoever, Series, Troy? Yeah, no, I know the egg, mate. That I watched egg. it with yeah, you. Vince said yeah. whoever finds his egg that The Rock gifted them years ago, apparently. Not to do with the film Red Notice. So um, is The Rock like, is The Rock kayfabe in a relationship with Gal Gadot? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> Spoiler for Red Notice, so anyone hasn't seen it. I, I think... <laughs> I think The Rock's secretly Nicolas Cage from National Treasure. <laughs> yes, um, National Treasure. What a film. So when is <laughs> when is when are The Rock and Tom Holland's Nathan Drake gonna team up and, and have their own adventure? <laughs> I, good I'd, money I'd, like, I'd like Austin Theory to play Nathan Drake's brother in the film. Oh, the scumbag. Because he's he like stole like because he's a yeah, scummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so he got a title shot. Um because Vince said Sami Zayn said he'd found out, and then Vince gave it to Austin Theory because Sami Zayn was a grass. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn got murdered by Damian Priest. Seth Rollins got attacked by a fan who was trying to save Finn Balor because he got catfished. Um, okay. <laughs> well, I won't say any more. I mean, that, that, that was real, by the way. That's not like that, that was a real thing. Yeah. Well, no, uh, not according they, to him. Apparently, Vince employed him, but we won't get into that. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> Vince, uh, Vince, uh, Dana Brooke won the um, won the 
24-7 title off Cedric Alexander, who beat Reggie for it. Did you, see her, did you see her tweet afterwards? No. no. <laughs> where, where she goes, um, after all these years, it's finally been worth it this whole time. Wow. <laughs> I said she's paid. The, the highlight of Dana Brooks' career for me was when she fell over at WrestleMania. <laughs> that was the other one. No, yeah. that was Mandy. Oh. Was- <laughs> Mandy. Well, leave it, Dana. <laughs> I mean, she was there, to be fair. Next to Mandy when she fell over. Um, I, or the other thing was I went to an NXT house show and she was managing an Emma. And uh, some guy behind me stood on his, on his chair and went, shut the fuck up, Dana, every time she spoke. <laughs> and she just kept turning around, getting more angry. <laughs> um, what else happened? Uh, tag team titles change? Zelina, Vega and Carmella won the women's tag titles off Rhea Ripley and Nikki Cross because reasons. Um, That's fucking <sighs> nonsense. That, 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 those tag team titles at the moment are on par with the 24. In fact, the 24-7 championship's probably got more prestige at this point. So, N- Nikki wasn't injured or that, so why was she not on the Raw team with Rhea Ripley? I think she'd gone... Um, she she had like some time off because they had gone to the UK for a bit. Superhero stuff, maybe? Probably. Almost superhero stuff. Vigilante crime fighting takes a lot of time. She she'd she'd basically um gone all Hawkeye and gone looking for uh, Rhea's belt that got stole. <laughs> don't just ruin anything I, for me. I've not watched. I, I didn't yet. ruin anything. <laughs> she just got an obsessive <laughs> fan tie to a chair and just shot him with a car battery. Ah, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, um, um, was that was that for, about it for Raw? That's pretty much it for uh, Raw. Hell yeah. Becky Lynch cuts a promo. Bianca Belair defeats Tamina. Uh, cool. He did a bit more uh, plugging for Becky and Liv, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Bobby defeated the Mysterios. That's a bit it, to be honest. There you go. Fair enough. Not not much then. Riddle oh. dressed up as Orton. He did. I saw Dolph that. Ziggler. That was that was quite amusing. Dressed up in bunny ears. Did dress up. He had he had the pants on. He had the tash. He had the goatee. Just because I put Orton's pants on doesn't mean I look like Orton. You put a lot of things on, mate, and you look like a fud. <laughs> uh, Survivor Series is on we did a watch along for that it was alright so this was the show that was um, celebrating 25 years of The Rock it was. featured a 25 man battle royal to celebrate 25 years of The Rock featured Roman Reigns doing several of The Rock's moves in the main event yet it didn't feature anything from The Rock Sasha uh, Banks did it doesn't matter as well yeah she did lots of people done backstage like quotes of the so they had everything related to the rock except for the actual rock. The actual so rock. We've there wasn't got, even a video packet. Like we've actually video. got news on that in a bit, which we'll go yeah. into. But the rock is um, now officially this year spent more time recording relevant video packages for TNA than he has for WWE. <laughs> yeah, what a time to be alive. <laughs> he couldn't even. He couldn't even get him to, to do a quick video package on his phone like Ken Shamrock did to get him booked to him. Like couldn't even do a cameo. Fame and wrestling. Couldn't even do a cameo. You couldn't even do a cameo for WWE on his phone. Yeah, he could have bought car. a fucking cameo off Dwayne. I saw Sarah show me on his Instagram the other day, him like talking to people out of his car, like wishing them a happy Thanksgiving. He did more for those fans than he did for <laughs> WWE. But the thing is, though, it's really like, it, it's really sort of symptomatic of WWE, isn't it? That they build up something so much only to disappoint the fans. Like, it's literally, you look at, we were like, 
saying about uh, with like with AEW with Punk, where it's like, what if Punk doesn't show up? There's going to be yeah, a that is this. That is this. Like, that. WWE were like, oh, that's a thought yeah. experiment. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's build up Dwayne all show and then have him not show up. Like, do we do we actually have the front to, to run this without the rock? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> couldn't couldn't uh, even fake out the fans with this fucking entrance music. <laughs> uh finally, uh, I haven't watched Dynamite or last week's rampage. I'm gonna assume it was good because it always it was is. very good. Uh, yeah, um, well Dynamite in particular had a legendary promo between the Miz and CM Punk. Which the was Miz. pretty goddamn awesome. No, the Miz. Um, fa- less, less famous Miz. Uh, Fake Miz. Miz. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, Punk actually referred to um, MGF as a less famous Miz. He did, yeah. I heard that. Which was yeah. pretty awesome. And then he what? also said, he also said, he also said the only way he'd be number one is if Tony, we waited long enough for Tony Khan to have a daughter so he could marry him. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a very, very good little exchange. The, the, yeah. the deepest of burns. It's so um, good they got the first 20 minutes of the show. 20 <laughs> yeah. minutes? What um, is this? Raw? Yeah. Open number 20 well, minutes. <laughs> I was about to say, like, the thing which made it so cool is because AEW do that so rarely. It felt mm. special. It was right. Yeah. yeah. It's not like the old, like, because they, they all want to start with a man. And to be fair, they did start with the match. So CM Punk came down for his match with QT Marshall. And yeah. then there's just, uh, there's MJF just interrupted. Oh, that's all I can see now. Um, MJF just interrupted him, walked out and challenged and, like, got into a promo with him. And then after that finished, QT Marshall came out and had a surprisingly long match with, with him. Um, yeah. Yeah, which was the only, the only sort of downside. The only sort of negative of the entire show was I think that match went a little bit too long. Uh, in, in other matches, um, Jamie Hayter and Thunder Rosa had a great match. It was stiffer than British improv. And um, <laughs> they... <laughs> <That's>... Thunder, Rosa, <laughs> Thund- Thunder Rosa won to, to advance in the, uh, in the TBS Championship Tournament, which was pretty nice. Uh, she won and... after a Britt Baker um, inadvertently superkick Jamie. Yeah, after the, the world's longest ref destruction by Rebel. Yeah. Seemed to last about seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the main event was really fun. If you're a big fan of Andrade losing his pants, then you'll really enjoy this. Always, always. That's what I live halfway for. Through, halfway through the match, his pants just broke and he just took them off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, underneath. Um, yeah, and then... Trying to say little, they were like fucking... Bunch of smugglers. They were like Tai Chi's putting on the beef even more and still yeah. wears the same fucking trunk. But I but I like the picture you put up of Steph and Triple H every day on Twitter. Yeah, I? they're like that <laughs> bit black and leathery. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, about about three minutes after that, Pac just whipped him into the corner with a German suplex. Sorry, oh, yeah. suplex, which was horrible. Um and we, in we other... got Malachi and Phoenix doing like murder kicks to each other. Yeah. It was it was it was a really I mean it, Phoenix... it didn't it was a it was a weird main event. It didn't really advance the story, but it was very good fun. Mm. Yeah, Phoenix, um, Phoenix stiff Malachi and Malachi just kicked the shit out of them. It was <laughs> fucking beautiful. Um, nice. And Cody threw his belt into the crowd and then got the belt thrown back to him. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it is Chicago, isn't it? It's a smart yeah, crowd. It was proper. Oh, it was proper. I like mean, when Cena it, throws his shirt into the crowd and then New York gets it thrown back at him. The guy did have and to then, be egged on like millions to eventually do it, though. Yeah, like, fans yeah. wouldn't stop having a go at him until he threw that belt back. Oh, that's and not on. If the boy wants to then, keep it, let him keep it. And then Cody got it back, thrown back, uh, put it back on, was fuming about it, and then threw it to a little kid. Ah. Yeah. And, and then, then earlier the early in the night, the um, Darby Allen teleported into Washington Gun and murdered him. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, and, work, um, and Jeff Parker, Jeff Parker threw a cup of coffee out against. Yeah, as you do, because he or, has a death also, wish. Apparently, <laughs> he also got in the face of Chris Jericho, which means we're probably getting Eddie Kingston and Jericho versus two point oh. Yeah. Um, and uh, Brian Danielson stomped Colt Cabana's face so hard that his teeth come out, and then he paraded around the ring holding bits of Colt's teeth. Wow. Because yeah, this is the best Daniel uh, Brian Danielson. <laughs> well, let's not ruin too much because. If people want to listen to that, they can check out our Dynamite and Rampage. We'll, we'll be recording it momentarily, yeah. Indeed. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be available. Uh, but let's kick off with the actual news, WWE news. Uh, kick off with friend of the podcast, Batman's Andrew Zarian. Uh, he's revealed that The Rock was scheduled for Survivor Series as of August, but had to pull out due to filming commitments in September. Um, I'd read a little more on this as well. Like, So WWE had known for a while that he wasn't going to be there, but just continued with the kind of the promotion with it and acted like he was going to be there all along essentially apparently netflix paid them a absolute shit ton of money to pay who wwe yeah yes. to plug to plug red notice for which is why did it for on raw at survivor series raw made them a hell of a lot of money <laughs> yeah um which and also why they kind of went into the rock thing a bit more it's like oh it's the rock's film it's rock's 25th anniversary let's just do that just fair enough i mean yeah. rock not included did you know The Rock's in a new, um, like his voice in a dog in a new movie? Yeah, it's a new DC Super yeah, Pets thing. Isn't DC it? Yeah, DC Super Pets. Yeah, it looks all right. It it's looks pretty good, oh, actually. Is he, yeah. is he Crypto the Super Dog? Whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Pretty like much. Clark Kent's dog. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I saw Trey Hart the other day, and Sarah was like, is that, is that The Rock? And I'm like, yeah. I think so. Kevin Hart's like his best mate as well. Because, well, because, because yeah, of course he is. always. I think he's contractually obliged, <laughs> casting anything like that on The Rock's chest. So. <laughs> Surprised he wasn't trying to like poison Ryan Reynolds on the set of Red Notice so he could take over that. <laughs> He's just got a cameo in every fucking scene, just in the background. <laughs> yeah, the fucking the blow blurry <laughs> He's just there with a blowpipe and darts, trying to like shoot him with a poison. With poison. <laughs> yeah, every time he ducks, just thuds over his head. He's actually going to be doing the voice of um, Black Adam's cape in the Black Adam film. You what? <laughs> He's gonna be like Doctor Strange's cape, <laughs> played by Kevin Kevin Hart in like a green morph suit. The film is called DC League of Super Pets. That's the official name of it. There you go. Nice. Yeah, it's animated as well. Important. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. Stress that. They have got an actual. They have got an actual not, talking dog. It's not just the Rock dressed up as a funny. <laughs> oh, what if he was, what he was dressed up? Yeah. Remember that show where like Elijah Wood. Like, oh, like, Wilfred. Yeah, he's like, I got a massive dog that's awesome. It's just a costume. What if that was just the rock in a dog costume with like, like shit on his face, just like talking to people? <laughs> I uh, remember that. He, he, could, he oh. could make it work, to be fair. Anyway, we digress. Um, was anyone disappointed that we didn't get the rock at Survivor Series? I think was anyone expecting I, to I, think, I mean, us. Given, given the watch, like the watch long, we were all like, oh. He's coming. He's coming. He I got myself excited for it. He, even Ryan, who is watching it with us, had the rock to win the 25-man battle royal. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's ambitious, wasn't it? So now he's getting chops and his eyebrows shaved off on yep. the same day. I mean, yeah. even if he was there, he wasn't going to wrestle because he's, like, filming movies and he's not allowed no, to wrestle. He's not allowed to WrestleMania. I just don't, don't want to do the WrestleMania with his, his pants off. Set his name on fire. Yeah, <laughs> that takes him 15 minutes to do so as well. 
<laughs> pull Ronda Rousey out the crowd and get to fucking put Triple H in an armbar. <laughs> armbar. <laughs> Triple H's like, I'm just a heart surgery, leave me alone. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. Um, Fightful Select gave a bit of insight into the creative team, uh, a creative view, sorry, on some of last week's uh, WWE releases. So, um, first off, Drake Maverick. They said Maverick was called up to WWE's main roster and as highlighted by his video that he published minutes after his release, had some idea it was coming. Um, they said those we spoke to backstage said that Maverick was always willing to make the most of any situation presented to him. I mean, you say that, this is a man who like shoot pissed himself for the for the business. Yeah. Yeah. But then if that's the case, why call him up to main roster? If it was Reason. because there's if no it was plan- already gonna happen. Aaron, because there's no planning. We, we, we know this. It's daft. We we spoke well, this and and the next one, I'll I'll mention it after you, you've gone through the next person. Yeah, oh no, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about Drake first if you want, and then. Oh, it was more so, well, just a, a couple on there, um, like British wrestlers, uh, Drake Maverick, Ticket Knox. And we said that thing on the NXT UK review and elsewhere as well. Like, if you've got nothing for them on main roster, perfectly good brand in NXT UK where they could have done really well. Maverick could have been an awesome manager for someone, a general manager like he was on 205, or even. Put him in the ring because he's really fucking decent in the ring. Yeah, Te- like him and Tegan Knox, like yeah, it's crazy. I mean, with all with all due respect to Sid, Sid Scarlett, what the fuck is he doing that Drake Maverick can't do? Yeah, yeah. Tegan Knox, exactly. it's just unfortunate with injuries, and I hmm. assume they just don't want to be too heavily into Tegan Knox for her to just then get injured again. I mean, there's there's being too heavily into someone and there's sacking them. You know, these are two yeah. different things. Mm. Nah. Um, it, it's like a footballer getting injured as well. Like if they get injured all the time, their contract's gonna just yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but, you know, yeah, but this isn't a, this isn't a competitive industry. You don't need your best wrestlers to be fit to beat someone. Like like a football is different because you need your best players to be fit so you can win things. Whereas wrestling, you just write these are just actors and characters that you're writing a story around, and you can always write stories around them if you if you really try. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're really trying, yeah. I mean, uh, try is the try, try is the problem here, isn't it? Try. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Tegan Knox, uh, they said about her, um, Knox was called up and uh, Fightful told the plans for changed numerous times along the way. She, among others, were not told what brand they'd be going to and actually learned that a team with Shotty would be split up by social media. That's fucking um, terrible, that. So she came out as gay or bisexual or whatever she is to then just get a sack. Perfect timing. <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, the, the fact that they had them come up, beat the women's tag champions three times, and they didn't get a match, and then break up. Yeah, and then and break then up. Off. Well, you know, and you know, he, you know, Uncle Vinny loves a tag team breakup, doesn't he? Yeah, he just puts teams together to break but them up. Now they weren't even an established team. That's the well, thing. no, the thing is, they were though on NXT before Shotzi and Ember Moon were. It was Tegan Knox and Shotzi, yeah. and then Tegan Knox went off got injured. So they were an established tag team for a, a bit. Mm. I just don't remember because it was that long ago. Mm. Yeah, Aaron, back, you're proving, you're back proving in NXT things right. One point the fact days. No fucking memory, Aaron. Come on. Back in those NXT 1.0 days. Do you remember, do you remember NXT Black and Gold? Instead no. Of, instead of NXT Neil Buchanan's Art Attack? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, don't take the piss out 2.0, all right? NXT hey, 2.0 looks like a, a cartoon character sneezed all over it. Um, <laughs> so moving on to 
everyone's favorite uh, wrestler. Yay, Jackson Riker. Oh yeah, top lad. Gunner um, from, from TNA. For those of you, who have uh, I think memories. I think he'll be Gunner in NWA. The way they're fucking hiring people at the moment. So <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Riker is uh, one case of all the releases that Fightful were told had an incredible amount of heat. Shocking, I know. Nah, um, can't can't think why. Hell, supreme. Fightful <laughs> learned that Riker largely late laid low when some of the initial heat died down although many that they'd spoke that Fightful spoken to um, that took issue with Riker being the reason that Wesley Blake and Steve Macklin were taken off TV only to have Riker return to TV before them most expected him and him to be part of the earlier cuts and one source and creative said it was evident that the character wasn't getting over when fans returned calling it an uphill battle to get a reaction mm-hmm. I mean the fans didn't boo him they just didn't react to him no reaction I mean, they Which should have just, the just gone all in on it and just dressed him like the fucking QAnon challenge. I'm come out dressed like fucking Trump. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they tried to put him over by having him in a rivalry against Babyface Elias. Who? No, he was the Babyface. Elias was the heel. Elias? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Riker was the Riker was the face in that, mate. Oh no! Fucking hell. Come on, keep up, darling. <laughs> I think we broke him. <laughs> Are you okay there, Hen? Aaron, <laughs> I, I mean... I really took, want you to read the next one, by the way, Aaron. It took a while for um for that to hit, didn't it? But I mean, justice was done in the end. Riker. I mean, you, you don't want to see anybody lose the job, except maybe Jackson Riker. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or, or possibly... Um, if, you know, if you listen to this and you're not sure Austin why Aries. he's an absolute piece of shit, have a, have a little Google. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm go, go, You'll see. Go into the um, go into the way back machine because I think just, you deleted that tweet. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you should Google um, Jackson Riker Black Lives Matter, but maybe, maybe do and see what happens. <laughs> see how you get on. <laughs> yeah, he, I, I love the fact that the second he tweeted that, he got absolutely eviscerated by his peers. Mm-hmm. Rightly so. Do, yeah. do you want to read this, Aaron? Please. Um, <laughs> can, can you read it, Aaron? Can, can I read? read? <laughs> no, no, it's not generally. I know you can read. Are you but, sure about that? Are, are we on about the NXT one? Or am I no, just what, being silly? What about, what about Jeff Hardy, mate? Oh, hi. You've got right. coloured hair, so is Jeff Hardy. So. Oh, that's cute. Um, Segway. Jeff Hardy recently pitched a bizarre new match type to Inside the Ropes. He goes, what if there was a match to which you wrestled for five minutes and then the ring starts spinning and then it spins at a certain speed for a certain amount of time and then it can stop. Naturally, you'd get dizzy, but then another two minutes or whatever, it starts to spin again, but now it's a little faster. I'm just curious to see if you can run spots as the ring's spinning and be safe about it. An upward spiral match. Jesus Christ. <laughs> did he did he read that article the other week about Kenny Omega practicing in a spinning ring to combat his vertigo? And went, I was like, yeah, I'll have a bit of that. I think we've got something here. Yeah. I think not only just, can I wrestle this, in it, that, but... <laughs> is this the start of him trying to make Willow happen again? Do you reckon that's uh, the match he had that he thought he was going to have at a victory road 2011 when he came out absolutely <laughs> fucking wrecked? I mean, shit, the ring was definitely <laughs> spinning then, mate, to be fair. Oh, God. That yeah. ju- oh. Never changed you, you fucking mad bastard. Thing is... Top shagger Jeff Hardy. Top shagger Jeff Hardy. <laughs> you know, for the fact that he's... 
Anita's going to read that and be like, oh, that's a good idea. Right, you see, the problem with that is, I mean, I'm, I'm not like... With explosives, it'll be perfect. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not like a top physics boy here, but I know a little bit. Like, if, if the ring's spinning, right, and you jump off the top rope and you're in the air for like a second, and the ring's spinning, let's say, say it takes like 10 seconds for the ring to rotate all the way around. The ring will have shifted a tenth of the way around by the time you land. So where you think you were going to land where your opponent was is not where you're going to land. That's a fucking nightmare trying to get yeah, spots that, that, off in that. The, the potential for you to really hurt yourself. The, the, the margin for error is extremely high. <laughs> I, I really hope he fucking pitches that to Vince because Vince will absolutely I don't, go with fucking, that. Yeah, because he'll fucking do it. Yeah, and <laughs> someone will die. Yeah. If, you, if, if Vince doesn't do it, Anita will do it, sir. Don't worry about but, it. You'll get to see it eventually. <laughs> if Anita does it, it'll be like the most dodgiest looking shit ever. Yeah, it'll like, fucking... be like falling apart halfway through. It'll have man. like baguettes for fucking <laughs> ring ropes or something. Did you see the last uh, Anita show that um, the neighboring fish market like called it, um, the police and like an anti terrorism unit came out because they thought there was a terrorist attack? Well, he, had fucking, he had them massive missiles, didn't he? He had the missiles. Fucking wonder. Which didn't go up. Have you seen who, it? Who rocks up to a wrestling show with fucking mortars and anti tank missiles? <laughs> what are you playing <laughs> at? Hey, for those who don't know, someone just, someone just give us a, a, a brief synopsis of who Anita is for those that don't know. A crazy bastard who likes explosions and barbed wire, etc., etc., etc. And he was. Yeah. He was like primed to be like the next like big Japanese wrestler, and I think he broke both his legs by like getting like just getting out the ring. Though it was like literally like a freak accident, like a reverse so, Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> so when he um when he came back, he was very limited at what he could do. So he started right. doing like deathmatchy stuff, and then he just kind of got like amping it up more and more and more to the point where he started having like exploding ring matches and stuff like that. Right. And like exploding ring in a fucking swimming pool match. Yeah. Fuck me. I think and he did what I think he had a match with a tank full of piranhas at ringside once as well. Wow. Just for reasons. <laughs> I mean, you see this that is match the same... where the boy goes in the tank and then like he's proper. The boy he's like yeah, the boy holds on to like the, <laughs> the wood on top of the tank, so the boy can't get it. <laughs> you can see all the piranhas swimming a bit prior to the match. Wow. I say the boy leaks blood into the tank, so he's not actually set, in the water. That sets him off. Right? And they properly go mad in the water. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that that's a, a quick, a quick synopsis of who he is. Um what, yes. what's the dark side of the ring on him? It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh spinning ring matches. Uh, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, can't wait for that. Hey, coming to a I'd coming to a gimmick pay per view. I mean, can't wait for I can't wait for WWE presents Upward Spiral next September. Upward <laughs> Spiral. I do a live watch along of it. Not Mate, gonna lie, you've done a live watch along of an Anita show where a guy got a baguette shoved up his ass. So I don't put anything past you. Your point being, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron watches Heroes of Wrestling for fun. Wow. <laughs> No, so we move it on, then, guys. Uh, should, should we move it on? Move it on with a nice, quick one. Um, nice, happy one, actually. Mustafa Ali has announced on Instagram the birth of his third child. Top lad, congrats! Yeah, yeah. Um, he said she's called Dua, which I think I probably butchered the pronunciation. D U A. D U A. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. um, which is Arabic for blessing. And he said they prayed really hard to like get it. I'm guessing they were having um, trouble like conceiving. So that's nice. Yeah. That's great news. Yeah, he, he's rats. genuinely one of the top people in wrestling as far as nice people go. I mean, when, 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 he, when he, I mean, I don't, I don't want to like curse him, but when he does eventually get released by WWE, he'll go down as one of their big, like, sort of box opportunities and like one of the yeah. guys they really didn't use because they're, they're not doing anything with him and they really should. Did you see that? Did you see that promo he um, did that he put on Twitter that got him, um, the like, got scrapped no. for like a new character? Oh, really? He's like, he was like a, um, he was like a politician. So he's like wearing like a, wearing a suit. And like the American flag behind him, and he's like, "I'm the new face of America." It's fucking amazing. Oh, I, d- I saw a still of that. I didn't see the whole promo. I just assumed it was a still from something that happened on Raw. I didn't. What know he needs to, what he needs to do is just become like Mr. Brodily, like the same character yeah. as Mr. Brodily, just be like a real mad, angry, suitly suited guy who screams at people and tells John Silver to get fucked, throw papers at him. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah. Uh, moving on. During a gaming stream on her Facebook page, uh, Ronda Rousey was asked if she was still under contract with WWE. Her response, I technically, I don't think I am. But who knows? That's a question for the lawyers. I mean, are you or are you not? Well, I mean, no, we, you know, yeah, not to be fair, <laughs> this is WWE 2021 who have had famously great times with contracts in the last couple of months. Famously great times. Like the highlights include forgetting to resign Adam Cole, forgetting to extend Malachi Black's not compete clause, <laughs> just you know general hijinks basically. So yeah, who knows at this point? I, I assume they're, they're just writing contracts on like cream crackers at this point, and so if someone eats it, then you know, <laughs> the back of cigarette packets, yeah. <laughs> like an old football manager. Like a sign a napkin at a meal with Vince, and he said he'd go and someone called me, but they never did, so I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, but that napkin is Bond. <laughs> um, you have to get rid of the napkin because of budget cuts. <laughs> Would anyone be happy to see Ronda Rousey back for a, another run? Did you enjoy her first run? She yeah. wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think, think, I, think it, I think it'd be somewhat diminishing returns. annoying, but. So I think it was the spectacle more than anything else. Like yeah. the turning up was was the big mm. sort of. Well, she was she was fine. She um, I mean, less said about how she lost the title in that weird pinning situation at WrestleMania. The better. Yeah. But the main event is fine. Yeah. I mean, she spat a dummy about the fans booing her. So mm. I don't think you I don't think what? she could she could take getting booed. You know, but unless she came back as a heel and then. Well, she she went and she went into the heel bit eventually, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. But well, since since she left, haven't they sacked like loads of events? Yeah, uh, well, two of them. Shane is still there, but Marina Shafir and um, what's Jasmine her name? Duke. Jasmine Duke, both gone. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, uh, Ronda Rousey's defining moment will always be that time she got kneed in the face by Charlotte in a police car. That she looked like a rock island. Forever my favourite Ronda Rousey moment. Acting like she never used to shoot fight for a profession. <laughs> uh, yeah. The thing that made me laugh was when some fellow was booing her and she just turns and went, you're not a man. <laughs> <laughs> What's that even mean? He's just booing you, you fucking silly cunt. Um, so, yeah, moving on anyway. Um Someone who isn't a man, apparently. Uh, WWE has filed a trademark to, to the ring name Sophia Cromwell. Um, they also have filed a trademark on ECW for the purposes of video games and merchandise because right. if not got a roster of wrestlers to put in the new game, 
get them from the old days. That's exactly what I was about to say. The only reason they've done that, and for video games purposes, is because developers have realised, fuck, we've got a fucking general manager mode and there's a roster of about 15 people. We need something from elsewhere. I know, let's bring in Sabu and Sandman, or- not, not Tommy Dreamer. New Jack. Not Tommy Dreamer. New, not New Jack. <laughs> I, can't wait, I can't wait to play as Bores Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> Can you oh. spew Lucasade out the ring in this new game with Balls Mahoney? <laughs> and can you get hit with a steel chair so hard by Marty Gennetti that you nearly die by Balls Mahoney? <laughs> Spewing out Lucasade. Oh, <laughs> uh, should have took him around the back of a ball, Nelly. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Backstage brawl, bowling alley. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's great. Just I can't, I can't. I'm in a river. I can't wait for Vince to try and flog ECW shirts again with a straight face. Well, they're, they're, they already are. Um, also, um, there's that other that new game coming out, the Wrestling Code, which has got a shit ton of ECW people. What? And yeah. The Wrestling Code. It's got like loads of like indie wrestlers and XWW and ECW people in it. It looks really good, to be fair. Um, yeah. They've got uh, Muhammad Hassan, and he caught like they did like a technical promo of it. Um, Mohammed Hassan like announced thing and it showed like a bit of footage. It looked really good. Um, but yeah, um, they've got like loads of XECW guys. I've got a feeling they were hoping that we'll be forgot to renew the trademark so they could go with ECW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, that wraps up everything for WWE news. Right, NXT news then. What have we got? Uh, it's me, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Here we yeah, go. Take sure. Sure, sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, scotty Too Hottie has revealed on Instagram uh, that he has asked for his WWE release. He said, today I've asked my release from World Wrestling Entertainment. 30 years ago, I stepped into a WWE ring for the first time. I lived my dream a hundred times over. Some of my most special memories will always be from the last five years working with NXT. The black and gold brand was something special and I am proud to have been a small part of that. I always promised myself that I would never be a part of something solely for the paycheck. And that was where I was at. I told myself that I would walk away if I ever got to that point. So that's what I have chosen to do. Coaching and producing the stars of NXT will always be a highlight of my life. I love you all more than you could ever know. Another lovely indictment for NXT 2.0. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically saying I hate NXT 2.0. I hate it now. They've, they've killed. They've killed my baby. Yeah, it's like, like um, it's weird though that like WWE view and it like original NXT is like it's not even original NXT, is it? Original NXT is the game show, but yeah. like yeah, this it's a last iteration of NXT. The view black, black and black and gold NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's literally like they're trying to like wipe the. Fucking memory of it oh, just clean out. It, it, it lost to AW, mate, and therefore it must be punished. Yeah. <laughs> in an imaginary war that no one gives a shit about. Yeah. Only in Vinnie Max mind. <laughs> Except for the fucking weirdos on Twitter who are like like, oh no, no, you you can't like both. How yeah. can you like both? <laughs> Do you remember that time we debated whether NXT was a third brand or not? Nah, me neither. <laughs> All right, dickhead. Survivor Series where they won. I was going to say, do you remember that time they cleaned up at Survivor Series? When Vince was like, we've got to make them look strong so they can beat AEW, but they're not competition. 
Um, <laughs> but Roman Reigns always has to get the last laugh, so it's fine. And he did. He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, fair play to to Scotty Tuhati for for sticking to his his kind of word, basically. Like, you know, being wanting to step honest. away, being honest as well. Yeah, With, without coming out and blatantly going, "I'm walking away because it's a crock of shit." And I don't like it. It's it's him saying it's not what I want to do anymore. Like this has turned into something that isn't about me. And so yeah, fair play to him, man. Also um, respect respect it in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one. We're still referring to him as Scotty Too Hotty. Of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what's his real name? I thought it was Scotty Too High. <laughs> He's probably changed it by D Paul or something. Like, <laughs> back when Too Cool were right now. <laughs> Even when he was a firefighter, he was just doing the worm as he was there uh, putting out fires. Yeah, he was a firefighter, wasn't he? He, he was a firefighter for a couple of years, yeah. yeah. Troy, you're watching 1998 WWE. You tell us what his name is. It's Scott something. Yeah, at this point, uh, at this point he is. Um, I'm not sure he's not his real name. Yet. At this Brian, point, he's not. I think it's Scott Garland, his real name. Brian Christopher. Or Scott is not Garland, Brian, Brian Christopher's only just sort of shown up. Uh, it was him. Uh, Jerry Lawler's in, in denial that it's his son. Scott, Scott Taylor. Taylor, there we go. Too much Brian Christopher. It was too too much Brian Christopher and too much Scott Taylor were too much. And then too much. Too much what? Just too much. Too much. Too much sexy. Too much. Yeah. So moving on. Fightful Selective revealed that Kenny Dykstra is the most the most talented member of the Spirit Squad. No, that's not what he said. the results are in we've polled everybody we've we've run it through the supercomputer (laughs) it's being set up for a main roster producer job Um, they said it looks like like one NXT producer could be heading to the main roster um, which could lead to a big change in NXT after Scotty Too Hot has stepped away from his role there Um, there was some interesting notes that emerged from a series of dark matches filmed on the most recent episodes of Smackdown Uh, former WWE tag team champion Kenny Dykstra was listed as the sole producer of two matches filmed in mid-November. Dykstra, still only 35 years old himself, actually produced talent in the Viking Raiders that are older than him. Um, as they as they took on Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Um, there was also a match between Cora Jade and Dakota Kai. He did the same on last week's dark matches ahead to, ahead of SmackDown. It wasn't exclusive to SmackDown, as he was also credited as the producer, producer on main event matches ahead of Raw and helped produce a match on Raw itself. He's only 35. Yeah, yeah, he was like 18 when he signed for WWE. Wow. He was, he was 21 when he was fighting um, Ric Flair after the Spirit Squad. Yeah. As if the Viking Raiders are older than him. Yeah. No yeah. I thought I thought they were young. I just thought they had a tough paper round. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Been around for a while. Ah, fair play. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, indeed. Well, I and put more... Well, interestingly, that's another producer who looks like they're leaving NXT. Yeah. Mm. Give me a shout. I'm not up so much. I've already got one of the senior referees from NXT UK now following me on Instagram. So hey. I've only got senior referees following me. <laughs> Do you want to go in the waiting room? Put him in the waiting room. Put him in the waiting room. Do it for the content. Do it for the content. Bin him off. Fuck off. <laughs> I love that you're waiting until he was talking to cut him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not about that. Um, <laughs> Tasty, are you, are you reading the next one? 
Uh, well, it was supposed to be Aaron, but seeing as he's it was supposed to be spirit. Aaron, yeah, I don't, I don't think he understands the format. I had to, I had to egg him on last time. Uh, the results <laughs> apparently there has been some interest in calling up NXT wrestler Odyssey Jones to the main roster already, even though he's apparently not been there very long. Not <clears throat> long at all. I mean, I mean he, he debuted in the breakout tournament, didn't he? Which was yeah. only three, yes. four months ago. He reminds me a lot of Jim. Know, tasty. <laughs> he's yeah. he's essentially like. Mark, he's Mark Henry, basically. Right, okay. I think he yep. was one of the ones that Mark Henry kind of scouted before he left for AEW, possibly. Ah, uh, right, okay. Maybe Mark Henry was... Like, he well, wears exactly well, he, the he, same Mark, ring gear as Mark well, Henry. Mark Henry was well-regarded as, like, an excellent scout of future talent, wasn't he? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Odyssey Jones is awesome. <laughs> really, really cool. Yeah. Um, it'd be a shame if he goes straight up there. What are you doing, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> It would almost be a shame if he went up too soon and he didn't get a chance to sort of establish himself. And... Yeah, man. Like, he's kind of, he's reminds me a little bit of that same charisma as Keith Lee when he was in NXT, kind of larger than life, like really over with the crowd, like really cool. I mean, moves, you, say, look. you say that, but he is 27. So, <laughs> only three more years. <laughs> Got to get him out of NXT before he's 30. He's definitely over six and foot as well. he's just fucking like got a zimmer frame. He is six foot five, <laughs> apparently. There's a lot of him. He's, he's a big also, lad. Yeah, he's also like 400 plus pounds. Uh, a little bit of a bonus as well. He's already wearing the same clothes that Vince wanted Keith Lee to wear. What, Odyssey bonus. Jones? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Name to Bearcat Jones. Oh, no. Bearcat Jones 2.2. <laughs> Wildcat Jones. Can't be Lion the exact dog same. Jones. Lion <laughs> dog. Edria uh, first. So, by all accounts, he has, he's only ever wrestled in WWE. Oh, really? Yeah, he was an uh, American football player before him. Ah. To be fair, a lot of them are. A lot of these played, um, younger talents that they bring into NXT have all, like, college football level, like, uh, Bron Breaker well, was wasn't he in a, in high school? He's he in the NFL. football, basketball, lacrosse, and wrestling. Ooh, lacrosse. lacrosse, and then he played such a niche sport. He played he played yeah. guard for the Syracuse, Syracuse Orange football team until he suffered a lower leg injury during his senior year. Oh. Well, really, it's going to be the next Mark Henry if he's getting fucking lower leg injuries already. I mean, when you've got a oh. frame like that, surely the first thing to go oh. are your legs. The legs are doing a lot of work there, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Uh, I mean, yeah. Like you say, you you think, well, again, they're probably looking a bit like more. I think when when the NXT now, I think they're looking more at people's ages than like people's time on the roster. Because Mm. there's there's a couple of instances like Damien Priest where they maybe kept them there a bit too long and they sort of got a little little long in the tooth. I think now they're looking more at like, like Jay said jokingly, but let's get them up on the main roster before they're 30 so we can try them out and see if if it's going to stick. Mm-hmm. When you look at Randy Orton, he was like on main roster when he was 22. Yeah. Youngest so ever world won- champion, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's 24 when he won the world title. Yeah. Off um, vacant. Um, <laughs> vacant. <laughs> off, off Voldemort. <laughs> he helps you not be named. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool that they're trying to like get these guys through the. Um, through the developmental as quick as possible so they can kind of like capitalize on them but same time it's you there's like a that's kind of like a double-edged sword isn't it you've got you've got them where they've got like the whole career ahead of them but you've also are they experienced enough to do mm-hmm. are they are they like at the stage like because 
you, you've seen like look at the ruthless aggression era where they just bring guys up who are green as goose shit every fucking time they brought someone up. It's just mm-hmm. like oh, god. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to read this next one, Adam? Love. Fightful has learned that Johnny Gargano has agreed to a one-week extension of his original deal that will carry him through to NXT War Games. War Games! War Games! Instead that's, that's of... the old NXT, you can't do that. Oh. Uh... War Games! Is that better? This is War Games! War du- Games! Du- 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 <laughs> that's the Art Attack music, because that's what it is. This is a War Games. This the, is a War Games. This is a War Games. This, this is, a war, is games. war Games. The, the opening is just going to be Neil Buchanan. It's like, like a ring out of like fucking toilet roll in a playground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just doing like when it does like the zoom up thing. He's just doing that build in the War Games cage. <laughs> <laughs> the extension will carry through to NXT War Games instead of December 3rd. Further to that, Meltzer himself has also said WWE is trying to sign Johnny Gargano to a multi-year contract, but a deal has not been reached. It's not a given that Gargano is leaving the company, as his circumstances aren't as open and shut as Adam Cole, baby, where when his WWE contract was expiring in late August. Johnny Gargano's fucking off, and he don't want to stay in there no more. Well, the thing is... The I was gonna say, like, it's it, it, could, coming, it huh? could be more a case of him just taking wanting to take time off to be with his baby. Yeah, but would God, they not just allow that anyway? Like, they gave Seth time off while he was still under contract. Yeah, but does You'd he, have does to wait re- for it to, to run out and go, oh, I'll re-sign once I've had six months at home. No, but he one. might... Yeah, he might... What I mean is he might want, like, more than, like, the time they're going to give him. He might want to take, like, a year out just to be, like, just to be a dad. But if then there's no re- guarantee he, that they re-sign him. If you assume that he's never going to the main roster, does he really want to hang around NXT like a fucking teacher on school trip? Yeah, <laughs> which at this point it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think as well. Like the the other thing with you saying like there's no guarantee he'll re, they'll resign him. There's definitely a guarantee he's not going to be short of like offers though. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. Like, no, no, no. It, somewhere like PWG, GCW, Impact, AEW will probably want him. Um, I think, I, and I think that that's the other thing. A lot of um speculations been that he wants to kind of like see what other offers are coming his way before he commits, commits to anything with WWE. So, fair yeah. play to him. Yeah, man. Two, two fun facts about this War Games. Um, one, this will be the first time Gargano's actually been in a War Games match, which is man. madness. Yeah. And two, this will also be the first War Games to not feature, obviously, the Undisputed Era. We, yeah. we spoke about that on the, on the review. They've been in every single one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because NXT has had no other large stables. No. Yeah. I mean, they, do you know what? It, it's probably too early, but I'd like, I imagine next year, if they're all, all still under contract, I imagine we'll get like Diamond Mine in War Games. I love how, I love how we have to add that saying, caveat now. Like, if they're still if all employed. If they're still employed, yeah. That's dis- <laughs> it's disappointing that we have to say that, but it's actually a, rea- like, a, real, a real thing. I imagine the Creed brothers just throwing people through War Games. Yes, give me that all day. Lord, I love the people. Creed brothers. You, you like me, the Creed brothers, so- basically. I just oh, I'm, I'm sure they'd be I'm sure they're lovely lads um, <laughs> it, it does mention here obviously it's not a given that he's leaving and it mentions his circumstances aren't quite as open and short obviously um, his wife Candice Array is still on the contract is. there is also it, it's the way I haven't got it down here but um, her contract apparently has been extended because of the time she took off while she was pregnant so she's actually not out of contract until the back end of 2022 oh okay yeah, it was, it, was due, it was due to expire like early 2022, but it's added like you know a couple of months on there for for her, for her maternity leave because she's pregnant. Pregnant, so, yeah. Pregnant. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 
Obviously, there's a lot. Obviously, Adam Cole. It was a lot different because all his mates were in AW, his girlfriend was in AW, his bezies. Yeah. Whereas Gargano, all right, he does have friends in AW. He's, he's people he's known from the Indies, people he's known for a long time. Hmm. But like you said, his, his wife's, FCR as well. Yeah, his wife's in WWE, and obviously she's still going to be there. And he probably doesn't want to see her get put through a table every week like Lana did. So. Yeah, but Candice Ray loves that. As in, like, yeah. what she was doing for WWE, like she was wrestling pretty much yeah. like death matches anyway, wasn't in, she? In, PW, in PWG, the young bucks super kicked over the fucking Jordan with tax on before they did it in a yeah. AW. Oh, I see. Fine. So that's nothing new. I thought that was a yeah. new thing. I didn't realize they'd done that before. Yeah, they they did it in that match with Candice LeRae and redacted. Um, yeah, don't on, worry on about a, it. On a personal level, though, jo- uh, Johnny Wrestling is one of my favorite boys. I would love to see him in AW, and if that did happen, I'd have a lovely time. I, I just want one more DIY versus FTR match. Just one more. Yeah, just make it happen. Just one. One more. Just one. Make it happen. DIY versus the Bucks. Give, DIY versus yeah, the I was going to say, DIY versus the Young Bucks. Make it happen. Come on, Champa. Realistically, think, if we're, we're talking about, you know, where potentially he'd go after contract. Um, and it, it's a, a common thing now. It's always, oh, I'd love to see him in AEW. Oh, he'll go to AEW. Like, and this I is think, this I is, don't think you will. I think this, it'll do the Indies. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is a totally separate point. This is a conversation in and of itself, like miles away from this. Um, but AEW always seems to be that go-to. AEW, are they getting to a point where they're kind of getting bloated and they're just like, oh, we'll have them, we'll have them. Where if AEW wasn't a thing, where would you like to see Johnny Gargano? The AEW thing is just the exact same as WCW, isn't it? Granted, they're not getting. AEW didn't exist. Uh, I'd love to see him in the X division. Johnny Gargano, that's a great show. That's a great show. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if he. um, I wouldn't be surprised if he went to Impact. I wouldn't be, as I say, I I think he's probably gonna. Looking at what he was doing before NXT, he was like he wasn't anywhere big. He was like a traveling wrestler. He was just go like. His base was like Dragon Gate USA, but then was he in PWG for a bit? I think he's done some stuff in PWG, yeah. But okay. he's, he'd done stuff in Jakara, he'd done stuff yeah. in everyone's done stuff in yeah. Jakara, don't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, ba- he basically just was a was a traveling wrestler, though. Um, mm. just go wherever yeah, he, he was. He'd been, in the, he'd been over to the UK, done like UK tours, yeah. Love to see Johnny Gargano in TNT, <laughs> do it. Do it for the boys. I'm, anyway, I'm Gargano escaped that belt away from fucking Driller. <laughs> <laughs> Top lad, the Driller. Uh, anyway, that wraps up our WWE and NXT news. Right, AEW news. Let's get into it. Uh, whose is this first one? Yours, it's James. It? Yeah, I was about to um, me. Right then. Uh, so uh, there was much speculation about Charlotte Flair and Andrade El Idolo's relationship status uh, earlier this week after the couple had stopped <clears throat> following each other on social media. Andrade also deleted several recent pictures of them together from his Instagram account. This is like, mm. this is what news is in 2021. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so- We've become the wrestling version of Hello Magazine. I mean, <laughs> it's it's a couple. It's like a they well they were they were touting themselves as a power couple in wrestling. I don't. I think they thought they had a bit more power than they actually did. 
Is um, that a thing? Is that a thing you can bestow upon yourself? Is that is that how that works? They, they literally trademarked the term the power couple of professional wrestling. Wow. They literally own that trademark. Well, if the rumors are true, I hope they didn't pay a lot of money for it. <laughs> <Oof. Oof. laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, that's sad if they have because they seem quite happy together. Um, yeah. But they're not engaged. They were yeah. engaged, yeah. Oh, they got four or were. Probably still are. We don't, we don't know. Or are. Yeah. I mean, before before it all went before it all went to shit, I remember seeing those really nice videos of Andrade and Riffler like suplexing each other into a ball, which seemed really fun. <laughs> yeah, man. Before yeah. Riffler, and Riffler like, give him a helicopter. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my, bad. my bad. Got the two mixed up. Totally different things. So that was um, fully fully betrunk Ric Flair. There was no flopping penis anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and that's the real reason Andrew Daddy took his pants off on dynamite. <laughs> Jesus Christ. To, um, to show Andrew Laddie. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, Andrew Laddie? <laughs> Andrew Laddie on tour. Right, move Lad, on. Fuck about. <laughs> um, moving on. Um, Kenny Omega is set to undergo surgery for a torn labrum, knee issues, a hernia and septum issues, according to dear old Dave Mel- Meltzer. Um, as a result of this, he vacated the AAA Mega Championship. Um, the future of the belt is now going to be decided in a multi-man match at Triple Mania Regia, um, featuring Higo Del Verkingo, Samurai Del Sol, recent AEW signings Jay Lethal and Bobby Fish, and Bandido. It was announced like 20 minutes before the news. This recording started, yeah. by the way. Um, Bandido. Ah, I was going to say, because they'd announced a few of them, hadn't they? But it was one more that they hadn't dropped. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was so it was it was such breaking news. It hadn't been posted in English yet. I had to like find it in Spanish and translate it. How's your Spanish tasty? Uh, No bueno. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When when when? (laughs) Trey Bien. Trey Bien. Trey Bien. You've got to think. You've got to think it's Viking, haven't you? Like he was the original person. Yeah, reckon. Yeah, or they could go for a swerve and um. Give it to like Bobby Fish or Jay Lethal. Give Jay Lethal to- comes out. Jay Lethal comes out doing a Ric Flair impression again. Christ. Jay, Jay Lethal comes out as Black Machismo. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I'd uh, love to see Bob Fish win it. He won't, but I, I think like Bob, Bob Fish. Fish would really deserve it, given the fact that like the work he's been doing in AW recently. Fantastic. The Lord's work. Yeah, he's putting in good matches. Yeah, like we, we didn't mention him like Aaron Page um, at the start that. of the show, but you had a really good match with him and Adam Cole. A great match against Rask Express last week on Rampage. Mm. It was really good fun. Yeah, and he's he's been eating all the pins as well and be taking all the shit <laughs> in AW. Yeah. So yeah, he, he does deserve. He tried to do the undisputed era thing, and the young bucks cut him off, which makes me think we're getting the elite best, the undisputed era when Kyle O'Reilly's contract. Well, expired. did you see um on again on Dynamite this week? Christian like mocked it and did like a little bird thing like that. I saw that. Yeah. What They're does that fucking mean? Well, doing that. Yeah, yeah, they do. The, they do the hand cross, don't they? Like on the street like, Oh, do it, I cool. see. Right. Christian did that instead. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> top, top right. dad, Christian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, so going back to Kenny, real quick. Um, mm. Oh boy, that's a lot of things wrong with him. Isn't it? Jesus, labrum, yeah. knee issues, hernia, well, septum. I remember last, literally, it was like round New Year last year. On being the elite, they shown like Kenny getting like the the suction thing on his shoulder. Mm. And they said then, I think he's torn his labrum. Which, I know he's been getting like he's been getting like cryotherapy and all sorts of nonsense, hasn't he? And like he's literally been like yeah. 
almost like trying to cybernetically enhance himself for the past like 12 months. Um, I remember Meltzer saying as well, um, during, it was round double or nothing, that Kenny had like a knee injury and that Kenny had a hernia. So yeah, the fact that he's working through all that, that's insane. Like Apparently by, by the time he wrestled Hangman, he like almost couldn't lift his arms like above his shoulders. That's nuts. That's wild. Like to, that. that's the thing though, like if there was any doubt that Kenny Omega is one of the best wrestlers in the world. I think that just kind of squashes it that he was having the quality of matches he was while he was that fucking injured. I mean, you, you can be that injured and go half an hour with Danielson. Yeah. Yeah, get your head <laughs> stamped in by Brian Danielson. <laughs> uh, yeah, so early, sort of early sort of time frame for his recovery is rumoured to be at the earliest will be February. Mm. They, they, seem to, they seem to think he's going to retain a, a revolution, don't they? Yeah. Mate, um, if you've got that many injuries... Just like the thing is, Get, how long did take he, six how, months off? How long did he hold that AEW championship for? Like three hundred and forty odd days, nearly yeah. a full year. Yeah, and even before that, he was fairly regular. Like, take as long as you need off. Like, if you've been wrestling throughout that, don't be in a hurry to get back. Like, the company's good without you. Like the company, like the the, the championship is safe with someone like oh yeah. Man. Like, the amount the, the of reason, other the reason they have such a massive roster is so that they can give people time off. And that's the thing, mm. exactly. Like he can take six months, or he could take a year out, and the company wouldn't miss him. Like there's enough talent there to carry on. So yeah. like this whole like oh back by February, like don't be in a rush to do it, man. Like take some quality time because like he hasn't taken time off. Like no. aside from that kind of just before AEW started up, and that gap between New Japan and AEW, which was only a matter of it wasn't that long, was it? A couple of it months, was maybe. Couple of five months, months I think. Um, January to me. Yeah. It was yeah, four or five months between Wrestle Kingdom and Double or Nothing. Yeah, and then and even after then that, he, he was having like wasn't like he match. wasn't wrestling in between either. wasn't consistently, but it wasn't like he was sat on his yeah. ass, was it? I mean, I think the good thing about this is a lot of these um, surgeries will stack, and you'll be able to have numerous surgeries at once. Mm. I mean, I just I, yeah. I just want this to spill into BT. I, I want like Kenny Omega in traction, like unable to move or talk, and like Adam Cole just reading him stories about how he's going to like take over the elite. Kenny being furious, but not be able to do anything about it. <laughs> Kenny just sedated, that, just being Cole. like, just like just grimacing through like just a, a <laughs> stiff face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but hopefully speedy recovery, but at the same time, take a lot of time off. Yeah, please don't, please I mean, don't rush we've, to get we've got, back. We've, we've got a CM Punk, we've got Brian Danielson, we've got Hangman, we've got Miro, you know, we've got we don't Malachi need Black, Malachi Black, Andrade, Cody. Yeah. yeah. Jungle imagine Boy, how good Kenny's going to be though when Allen. he comes back and he's fully fit. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's the thing, fit. make sure oh. you're fully fit by oh. taking the, the right amount of time off. Don't be rushing yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Absolutely. Uh, right, but, next up then, uh, on the Battleground podcast, Rocky Romero revealed that Kenny Omega contacted New Japan, leading to Kenta coming over to AEW. Uh, so apparently, even though there was some bad blood over Kenny leaving New Japan to settle with AEW, uh, Rocky said that Omega reaching out was a big step towards mending that relationship and led towards the opening of the window. It sounds like it was a New Japan issue as opposed to Kenny Omega issue. Oh, don't forget in, in, the, in the period between in the period between Kenny leaving and the and the talks resuming, they hosted their president, didn't they? New Japan, yeah. and someone yeah. else came in, and it seemed like the issue was mostly with the original president. He was very reluctant to, to sort of work with other promotions, whereas the, the the management they have now are apparently a lot more sort of more, with, a lot more open. 
Yeah. He um he was running New Japan strong, wasn't he? He was always a bit more America focused, a bit more America aware of the American wrestling scene. Whereas I, I, I don't mean this in like a bad way, but New Japan always seemed traditionally a bit more arrogant, a bit more like they, we don't really care what's going on anywhere else. Like we're, we're New Japan, we're, we do our New Japan stuff. You mean yeah. like WWE? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are there are no other companies. There is only this one. <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird, like as well with with um like this year's Wrestle Kingdom apparently. Um, because that that was when Harold May actually left. He said that Chris Jericho was going to be too much money to bring in. It's like you've got a you've got a guy who's got mainstream appeal. Gonna last time he came and put a shit ton of pro- eyes on your product, mm-hmm. and it's too much money. Like, come on! I mean, I'm not going to lie. I started watching New Japan because Jericho was there. Yep, yeah, me too. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. yep. Uh, what, what 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 we on sixteen this year coming up? Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. Yeah. So would it be thirteen? It was 13 that 13. he's up. Um, yeah, I, I started watching just a bit before because I'm a big AJ Styles mark and AJ was there. All right, hipster. Me too, except I started watching just a little bit before that. Um... No, I'm, just, I, I'm not going to... Before he got cool, yeah? I'm not going to go, oh yeah, Jericho was the reason he came in. If he's not, though, am I? Uh, I think also I think also you can't understate how much work Rocky Rocky Romero has probably done in in this sort of building this relationship yeah he seems to be quite pivotal in in, I mean obviously he's got a lot of especially on Strong he's got a lot of pull hasn't he and um, yeah obviously the whole Kenta thing I think I think Rocky had a a big part to play in that which was which was quite nice in in the same interview as well Rocky did pretty much confirm Akada is coming oh baby he didn't he didn't say when he just he just said Akada will be coming. It's like, oh, fuck off. Stop it. <laughs> I, I don't know what's, I don't, what's more hilarious, the fact that Akada's coming to AW, the fact that he's going to be interacting with Chuck Taylor. I mean, Chuck Taylor literally, like, have you seen him on Twitter with Akada? He calls him <laughs> Little Kazu, even though Akada's like well taller than him. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- yeah. I, love the, uh, I love the picture of them on the uh, Akada cruise, where it's Akada just. Well, the the prototype of car, the cruise where they're just on like a yacht, and a car is driving it. He's got a little pirate. Oh, hat I've seen that. That's on. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's brilliant. Fred wow. <laughs> Rocky just sat in the back like this is boss. <laughs> Should we move on? What you got for us? Yeah. Nah, no, no, it's I can't find a buy rate for it. So crack on. What? I was looking for the buy rate for Wrestle Kingdom, the Jericho. Do you want to? Do you want to read? Oh, okay. Do you want to read the next, next news headline? Yeah. Sorry, mate. Oh, too too involved in searching things. You see. Oh, he's he's maintaining his duties as a yeah, staff man. That's yeah, that's nice. I, tr- that's I try. Good. It's the one thing I've got going on this podcast. It is, and you've just <laughs> failed. So you've got to live the got to live the gimmick, haven't you? Know. <laughs> You're better than this. Uh, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. AEW uh, announced that Winter is Coming will return the 15th of December this year. Also, details of the Owen Hart Memorial Cup are set to be revealed on the show by Owen Hart's widow, Dr. Martha Hart. Didn't Tony nice. specifically say that it's not going to be a format we're expecting? I reckon it's going to be like G1. Do you reckon it's going to be oh, blocks, like block action? Blocks either Top side. block action. I, 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 reckon I don't think it'll be quite G1. It'll be like in the middle, I think. I, I think it's going to be similar to, like a similar sort of format to um, the women's title eliminator tournament where they're going to have like a block, which is AEW people, 
and a block which is people outside of AEW. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd said, really like it's, it's, it's he something said he, totally different. I'd like um have you ever watched like a like a, an online gaming tournament where they do double elimination? So they have like all the seeded yeah, teams yeah. on like the upper brackets and they have a lower bracket with unseeded teams. Yeah. And if, mm. if, if a seeded player loses, they drop to like the lower brackets and it's like you can have another chance. And I think that'd be that'd be an interesting way to book a wrestling tournament in, in that you could have like the, 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 the top five ranked guys. Or top whatever many rank guys in the upper brackets, and then you can have some real nice wild cards, <laughs> Kevin Owens, um, in the in the lower brackets. Um, might, be, might be how we do the uh, the UWP gaming gaming tournament next year. Also, yeah, that's how we should do it. Uh, I think I I think it's going to be like a World Cup thing if it's going to be something different, like a couple of groups, and then like the World um, X Cup. Yeah, literally, or, like the, or World the FIFA World Cup. You're gonna have like regional or, 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 or the lesser known FIFA World Cup. <laughs> Le- lesser known? <laughs> Do you mean the more corrupt? Uh, that's an- that's another podcast. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, obviously um, your groups and then whatever the winners of the groups and going like the, like the UEFA Champions League. Yeah. Hi. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jay, um, Jay, Jay, just in case you're not aware, hmm. that's a, a European football tournament that you, you get into. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> been there before mate don't worry about it it's fine we'll be there again yeah but it's changed a lot since you were uh, last dinner to be fair don't, um, don't worry about it it's fine don't worry about it um, <laughs> have a lecture I, you know and everything it's, it's weird ba- fuck off um, back, <laughs> back, back, to, um, back to this point though uh, Tony did say there was he had something very interesting in the works regarding the Forbidden Door I've got a feeling it's going to be this tournament um, I'm very excited for it love a good tournament love yeah. a tournament just like the deadly game Survivor Series that Aaron hates. <laughs> I mean, what, if this was like, what, if, what if this was like a event, like a, like a like a three hour pay per view like style show with you? I mean, I'm 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 getting I'm working myself with you too. What if it was just like a thirty two man tournament, three hour show, like blocks from like AEW, New Japan, Impact, whatever. ECW. Yeah, and it was just mad. It was just like Super Smash Brothers but wrestling, <laughs> and less lag. <laughs> yeah, the no, servers just actually worse. <laughs> yeah, the servers aren't fucked. So, yeah. <laughs> That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, it would. Yeah. It would. It'd be quite nice. That. It'd be quite nice to see like the wrestling world coming together under the banner of Owen Hart as well. That'd be quite a uh, quite lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh anyway, moving on. Uh according to dear old Davey Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer Radio. Uh, he stated that there is a huge Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa match planned for next year. Uh, it's always been the plan, and it is likely to take place in March, which will be in time for AEW Revolution. He said, "I always suspect that there's something big Britt Baker, uh, a big Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa match coming early next year. I think it's always been the plan, so that would probably be the match and uh, the March pay per view, maybe." So, how did he top yeah. that unsanctioned match? Uh, that's the real question Paige I love how he says the March pay-per-view like there's always a March pay-per-view uh, well Revolution they announced today which I forgot to add to the news uh, is going to be March the 6th right. well, there's that. that makes sense then now and it's going to be <laughs> yeah. at the Amway Centre where the Thunderdome used to be and that's oh, almost right. a year on from the Unsanctuary match as well it's a year to the day of them filming I believe because oh, right. they, they pre-recorded the unsanctioned match. Yeah, it was some Patrick's Day Slam, wasn't it? They Do you know what I reckon? Do you know what I reckon? I reckon that's just going to be a regular wrestling match, and I think we're going to get a trilogy. 
I think oh, okay. they be the third match in oh, the series. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll bin that off then. <laughs> what I mean. they've, they've got to do something to top that unsanctioned match somehow. Is because they've done the, they've done a singles match in the women's title to eliminate a tournament. They did the um, unsanctioned match. Hang on, so hang what? on, hang on. Who did who did it in the, the eliminated tournament? Britain, uh, Thunder Rosa. Which sure eliminated tournament? The one the, that had the Japanese wrestlers on. The one that we had. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the TBS one. I was like, why is Britt Baker no, no, the no, TBS no, one? Right, no, okay. No, that the, makes the sense. The women's now. one. That, um, right, right. Yeah, but does that count because it was part of a tournament bracket? Like, as, as strictly one on one, like outside of a tournament? Yeah, because they actually used it as part of the feud because they had Brit. Um, it was the first match. It was the like first, the first round match. The first round match, yeah. yeah. Whoever right, Brit's opponent right. was got injured. Okay. So Brit wrestled a girl, a Thunder Rosa trained and basically just Maddie Rankowski. Yeah, just did okay. a bad murder on her. Um, <laughs> kept care of something. It was beautiful. Um, and then wow. just locked the other shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of what the, that's what triggered the feud anyway. Um, right. So this would be the third match. Um, I yeah, think you can see this match. To... You can see this match coming a mile away, can't you? They've, they've basically put a neon sign up saying Britt Baker will wrestle Thunder Rosa in a pay per view next year. Like they might as well just have that like, the, on the side of the building. The fact that every time they like share the screen, like obviously the uh, Britt was ringside for Jamie Hayter's match and she tried to get involved, and like Britt and Rosa, there was loads of tension every time they got even near each other. Yeah, like there was a bit where Thunder Rosa just stopped and just glared at Britt and was like, oh, "Fucking hell, just start fighting now." <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. I've just been thinking. Then, if they did a ladder match, yeah, or a cage match, if they want to keep, if they want to keep the, out, yeah. they want to keep the outside interference out, because that's what it's always meant to do, and it never does. But you know, hating a crate, hating a crate, hating a crate. Let's go upward spiral match. Upward spiral match. Let's go. Please go and get Kenny's. Go and get Kenny's spinning ring. And we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll make it work. I mean, hey, we've already got one somewhere, so. Yeah, do you reckon? Do you reckon that's um, that's how Jeff got the idea? Match was shown, just sent a video to Jeff. <laughs> he was on FaceTime, and Jeff was like, "Hey, what's that in the background?" <laughs> I want that spinning ring, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever match they do next year, it's going to absolutely slap. So I can't wait. I love it every time they wrestle each other. It's, it's like that that unsanctioned match they had earlier in the year is like legit one of my favorite matches of the year. It's so good. Um. But yeah, very exciting indeed. Moving on anyway, um, according to the Wrestling Observer, AEW EVPs, the Young Bucks, have signed new deals with AEW through 2026. I mean, to the, to the, to the, to the surprise of absolutely nobody. Yeah, yeah, did they not already state? I'm sure they did on being the elite or something that they've just resigned anyway. No, so I think they said they might sign new contracts. Like, oh, like they're teasing, like, oh, we should should be signing yeah. new contracts or whatever. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: when I when I um when I typed this article out before, I actually accidentally typed AWMVPs, which is also technically correct. Yeah, they've, they've, they've been go. good this year, haven't they? They've been a bit good. <laughs> <laughs> they've been a bit all right. They've had they've had a few bangers, haven't they? Just a few. Yeah. I mean, that cage match was. Oof. Oh, Nick Jackson versus Brian Danielson was fucking spicy as well. Yeah. Fucking awesome! Yeah, long, long live the young books. Probably, probably the best tag team in the world right now. Yeah, I think there's not many really you could argue otherwise for. There's a few, but I mean, you can say there's a few on the same in the same tier as them. But if you want to talk about like who's yeah. outright number one, I think it's got to be them. Mm. 
I say that as a fully paid up shill. <laughs> <laughs> Big tasty. What's that brown envelope behind you, mate? Oh, don't worry about it, mate. Uncle Tony popped around before with a little, uh, little golden handshake. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Tony, get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to blur my background, but I can still see you. Go back to Craven Cottage. <laughs> That's a Craven Cottage. <laughs> His voice is just getting higher and higher pitched as he's staying by his ear. Right, so moving on then. Uh, AW star Austin. I put star in him in both comments here. AW star Austin Gunn. Uh, one of the ass boys. One half of the ass boys. Uh, has apologised on Twitter for racist comments he made on the platform back in 2013 when he was 17 years old. Apparently, well, as, as these things always do, they surfaced while he was competing on Dynamite this past Wednesday. And Austin has apologised unreservedly and mentioned that he has attended and continues to attend what he describes as excellent sensitivity training programmes hosted by AW. Right. Okay. So, a couple of things here. Sensitivity training. Does someone want to clear up what sensitivity training is? Yeah. They- Don't be a cunt. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. They, right. they, they did it with um, they did it with Sammy Guevara when he made this comment about uh, Sasha Banks and Excalibur when like the st- the footage of him come out. Yeah. Um, basically, it's just like it's just way uh, from what I've gathered, it's like ways to kind of conduct yourself better. Yeah. I think a lot of it, a lot of it is like a lot of it is like um, I think like exercise and empathy. So like, how would you mm. feel if you would? person like this and someone's yeah. other about you mm. and like trying to put people in the position of of the group that they've offended the victim and, or the, yeah. and sort of make them understand that what it would feel like to be spoken about in that way um and i know yeah i'd say aw's done this great jason with sammy with excalibur um yeah um first of all there's no defending this like you shouldn't be no. making racist comments on social media <laughs> however also you know who the fuck goes around and pulls out nine-year-old tweets when a guy's wrestling on TV, like, exactly. That, that that's the one I, I get it. It was in it was it's still racist and stuff, but it was eight years ago. The other thing that gets me about this this little article is he's mentioned that he's attended and continues to attend. How many times you need to be told racism or any form of being a cunt is so wrong. no no. So yeah, he, he actually says in the article that this is part of like. An ongoing, he wants to continually continue to he wants to continue to improve himself as a person. Basically, so he said he's 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 already, he's already arrived at a point where he understands that that is not okay and you should never say it. But he wants to like do more work and like basically continue to to become a better person. So, Fair. I, I think I think though like the the sensitivity training thing that they've like been talking about it's quite a it's quite a good way to kind of handle these situations. Like with the, with WWE, when you've had stuff like this in the past, you don't really hear of that kind of thing happening. It's more like you get like a slap on the wrist or they'll get like a fine if like it gets like brought up, like the last Sullivan thing where he got like that massive fine because it got brought up to the point where people like fire him, fire him, fire him. Whereas at least this, it's like they're actually proactively doing something to ensure that person doesn't do it again. True. I mean, so, saying that, how do we know that WWE? I'm, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. Oh yeah, no, I, I get like it, WWE I, may have been doing the same thing. Yeah, like Lars like, Sullivan didn't necessarily come out and go, "Oh yeah, I'm doing sensitivity training." Like all we heard was he got fined. Probably could so, have been yeah. doing a similar thing. We just didn't weren't aware. Oh yeah, yeah. Of that's what I mean. Like AW kind of like, like WWE kind of hide away from stuff like this. Is what I'm saying. Whereas mm-hmm. they've like kind of like come out and said, "This is how we 
handle these situations. Yeah, like th- this, th- 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 we will make make sure this person is better for like better from the from the situation, and it doesn't happen again. Which I think is a really good way of handling it. Yeah. So I've got the definition of what you're meant to do at sensitivity training. It seems very vague, right? So sensitivity training is a I can't even say training, right? Apparently, are you sensitive- sure that's just iron brewing your black? <laughs> <laughs> sensitivity. Oh, made it in his bath. <laughs> sensitivity training is a form of training with the goal of making people more aware of their own goals as well as their prejudices. 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 Aye. That's a word, apparently. And and more sensitive to others and to the dynamics of group interaction. Okay. So if you want a quick quote from Austin himself uh, that he published on his Twitter account, he basically said, um, extremely insensitive tweets slash replies I made when I was 17 years old in 2013 have been brought to my attention. I don't have the words to describe how I'm feeling right now. There is no excuse for it and I'm deeply sorry. I'm trying to become a better version of myself for that reason and to make progress towards being the man I want to be. I apologize to anyone I've hurt with these tweets, to the rest of the back, to the fans, to the world, to everyone. I'm so sorry. Age will be regularly provides excellent sensitivity programs that I have attended multiple times. I want to continue to learn from my mistakes, improve my view on the world and strive to be the person my parents would be proud of. Fair enough. He's addressed it. He's tackling it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't be a racist. Yeah. Just not him. Don't, don't. Everyone. Yeah, anyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just don't be a racist. Don't be a homophobe. Don't be a transphobe. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. If you think it's if you quite think, easy. If you think what you're gonna type on Twitter might hurt someone, just just don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> just go go and have a cup of tea. Put something, have a biscuit. The world's not gonna end if you don't tweet something. Exactly. Anyway, um, let's move on. What you got, Aaron? I was just saying, he, oh, he used the N-word a few times on his Twitter. That's what it was. Tart. Anyway, don't worry about it. Uh, speaking <laughs> on Unscripted by Sports Skeeter Wrestling, EC3 named AEW as a potential slash desirable future destination for himself, <clears throat> citing the ability to control his own narrative and naming John Moxley as a potential opponent. EC3 stated... I can envision myself infiltrating and expanding my idea everywhere, and AEW would obviously be a target. EC3 said, Moxley is a hell of a guy. I have a match that I do want to have, which is a true battle with that man. I think he can bring the best out of me, and I can do the same to him. We're different, but also like-minded. Firstly, I'd love to see EC3 and Mox, given how he's developed, like how EC3's developed his character since leaving WWE say, NXT. Wasn't EC3 the guy Mox wrestled when he was on his way out of WWE? Yeah. Uh, that's the reason why um, EC3 basically got buried in WWE because mm-hmm. Vince was trying to get Moxley booed and EC3 cheered and they did done no build with EC3, so Mox got cheered. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Vince's like, this guy can't do shit. And it's like, I <laughs> love all of EC3's, uh, like, free the narrative the thing. Free the narrative show is really worth watching. Absolutely a watch. superb. Like, anyone listening, if, if you've not watched them before, uh, there's a handful they're free of them. on They're free on the YouTube. Yeah, go and watch they're them. Free on they're the YouTube channel absolutely for Absolutely superb. And I like the idea of him. He's saying, like, you know, I. I can envision myself infiltrating and expanding that idea everywhere and AEW being a target. I'd quite like to see that part of AEW programming like 
every so often, like he's doing at the moment with putting it out on YouTube, but having that as part of AW programming and maybe having, for example, someone gets beaten, they get beaten badly, they go off and we see some little vignettes every few weeks, every other month or something of this person turning themselves around, reinventing their character through these free the narrative segments. Then they almost re-debut themselves six to eight months later and kind of re- reinvigorate their, their career or their character. I think I mean, that would be you, pretty cool. You could do it. You could bake it into like dark or elevation. Like you got these guys yeah. who are like getting yeah, jobbed yeah, yeah. on YouTube and like you, right, you just lost to like Sammy Guevara in 15 seconds. Like, yeah. what are you going to do about it? How yeah. are you going to go away and improve yourself and come back and, you Here's know, come back stronger? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, you could build it into like, you could, you could be like a better version of the Matt Hardy stable where he just picks up all these guys who are like, directionless and like not doing anything with themselves kind of waning for one away side sort of thing yeah 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 it'd be awesome yeah as i say his free narrative stuff is is absolutely superb really also, really I'd love, good. I'd love to see him just go against sammy for the tnt title as well once maybe please it was his his run in wwe was we'll say the nxt he didn't really have a run on main roster yeah. As soon as he came up, it was just 24-7 title. But even when they 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 bring him back to, to NXT, it was hugely disappointing. Mm. Like he was part of that initial like six-man ladder match for the North American Championship, and he might as well not have been there. That cursed really. ladder match. It's, yeah. it's it's almost like some other boy named Ricochet debuted in that match as well, or something. Trevor the Truther. I mean <laughs> EC3 legitimately made TNA watchable for like two years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By him, almost by himself. Yeah. In, during the really bad times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. During the really dark days. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the as I say, the the free the narrative stuff's fantastic. It's really, really good, really well produced. I'd love I'd love for um the way they do it. It's just like that that room it's in because like in it's like in a derelict bar, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And like well, well, at least the second one is the first one was in like a little like a in like a little warehouse. Um, and this one's in like a, the second one's in like a derelict bar. Just just have them like have like a fight club somewhere, yeah. And people like go in and then just just get murdered by EC3, and then they come out like a different person. All for it, all for it. Um. Anyway, moving on. Um. And our last little bit of AEW news: uh, Jim Ross has revealed on Twitter that he'll be taking a leave of absence from AEW to battle his skin cancer. Uh, he said, due to my skin cancer care, totaling 22 radiation treatments starting Monday, I will hopefully return to the announce desk on December the 29th in Jacksonville. Uh, he said, Tony Khan supports me on this strategy and uh, has been a blessing. Uh, my thanks for all your support. Tony Khan then responded by tweeting, JR, everyone here at AEW wishes you the best. I think it's a great game plan you've got. We look forward to your return to commentary hopefully in your new hometown, Jacksonville, Florida, uh, sorry, Florida, uh, at Daly's Place, uh, at New Year's Smash at the end of December. We want you to kick cancer's ass, as do we all. Cancer is a a motherfucker. Uh, So, yeah, all the best for that. Really, really go kicks through. I'm sure he will. He's a tough motherfucker. So, yeah. Yeah, me me and Jay said this a couple of weeks ago on the news as well. Like, Jesus Christ, the dude's like nearly 70. He is 70, and he's, he's he's doing 22 sessions of radiation therapy in like just That's over 30 days absolutely yeah. fucking insane absolutely insane he, he had back surgery like monday as well and then did, yeah. still did commentary on dynamite this week it's crazy uh his, his sign off at the end of this week, dynamite, it got me a little bit emotional as well at the end 
when uh, and he said he'd hopefully see us all very soon. I, I got a little got a little dusty. Oh, I can uh, imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah, um, and I'm sure sure you'll pull through. Uh, I'm sure it'll go okay. Um, but yeah, well wishes, support, hugs, love, and kisses, and all that good stuff. Um, yeah. That wraps up AEW news. The rest of the world's news now. Um, so starting off, this is one that got me quite excited. Uh, Jonathan Gresham and Baron Black have announced the formation of Terminus, a pure wrestling company based out of Atlanta. Daniel Garcia has been announced for the first event on the 16th of January, 2022. I mean, this is just Jonathan Gresham being like, fine, I'll build my own pure division. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> gone, he's gone Thanos, fine. I'll do it myself. He's just grabbed the Infinity Gauntlet. That is exactly, exactly the RH Pure Championship. And he's, just, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, snap his fingers yeah. and make Daniel Garcia do. Uh, he's uh, he's not the Pure wrestling. Champion anymore. Well, he can't, who he, is? He's, he's, his own, no, um, he's his own Pure Champion now. It's Josh Woods, I think. Who? Josh Woods. Okay. He he beat um, Gresham a couple of months ago. But yeah. Yeah, so the, it's, it's very exciting and... Brian Danielson's been saying today that he wants a match with Jonathan Gresham, and why hasn't it happened yet? Oh. I mean, that is that is the ultimate your place or mine, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> why not both? Why not Jonathan both? Gresham when? <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna That's lie, cool, I was, I was pissed off that he. I'm pissed off he hasn't shown up in AW yet. Yeah, I mean, with all due respect, why yeah. wasn't he Jay Lethal? Yeah, pretty much was my, my fucking thing, feelings about it. Why maybe, maybe we get him at maybe we get him at the New Year's show. Yeah. I mean, there is always. I mean, the next big one now. You're thinking is the own heart tournament, isn't it? That's where you're going to see yeah, a big be in that. There's going to be he's... some big ring of, ring of honor names in that. Yeah, yeah. When when you think as well, Owen Hart was like one of the best technical wrestlers of all time, and then you've got Jonathan Gresham, who's one of the best technical wrestlers in the world today. Yeah, it, it makes up it. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right then, next up, uh, MLW have announced they will have an open door policy when it comes to free agents. Uh, the policy will commence in December. At MLW previously announced that Will Ospreay will make his debut for promotion, funnily enough, in December. Yeah. They've also, as part of the open door policy, got friend of the podcast, Warhorse there. Yes, Warhorse. Soon to be honorary scouser, Warhorse. Soon to be honorary scouser. Yes, boy. He's going to teach me how to play snooker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that's exciting. Uh, Again, it's good to see more companies open to cross promotion, which is, yeah. If, if, If 2021 being a partial bin fire, has given us anything good. It's been the sort of the kicking down of, of doors and the sort of working together of wrestling promotions, which has been, you know, a nice bright spot. Yeah. Please, MLW, just give me Jacob Fatu anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> any, fucking, any fucking type. Friend of the podcast, Jacob Fatu. Yeah, watch, I'm, watching, I'm watching wrestling pub car park, mate. Not, not <laughs> I'll see him you in know, some warehouse and boot him. I don't care. Wrestle, uh, Jacob Fatu, don't you? <laughs> me? Corey. Corey, Corey Graves, Cody. Cody. Oh, Cody! Right, okay. He's gonna, I mean, he's gonna, he's to gonna bring it. He, he's gonna bring him into AEW just so he can beat. So these things where okay. <laughs> beat the tattoo off his neck. <laughs> Aaron, uh, next up. New Japan Pro Wrestling announced that night three of Wrestle Kingdom 16 on January 8th of next year will be New Japan Pro Wrestling and Pro Wrestling Noah. The show will broadcast through Abima TV and air on New Japan World a week later. Get I'm, I'm not. 
I'm not buying it on a Beamer because have you seen how much it is? No. It's like 35 quid. What, for one night? For one night. When so hang the on, other... Rest, Wrestle Kingdom nights one and two are just on New Japan World. Yeah. But the yeah. third Which night is £8 a month. Banging. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not paying for fucking... I'm not paying for the third night. Fuck that noise. The, the thing is, see if you don't get New Japan World and you decide to like go, oh, I'm only going to have Wrestle Kingdom and decide to watch it on Fight or something. It's usually about 30, 40 quid anyway for one night. I you, can. For Wrestle Kingdom, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so I've got some, got some New Japan adjacent news there, um, just to throw into this real quick. Um... It's just been announced today that on the when is the, what's the date? Saturday, December the fourth in Dublin at OTT Absolute Madness, Will Ospreay and Aussie Open will take on the OJMO Robbie X and Session of Martina. Fuck yeah. yeah! So absolute scenes when Martina pins Will Ospreay. <laughs> just one. Just just one. Just one Jaeger bomb. Just one Jaeger bomb. One Jaeger bomb. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. She's gonna, she's gonna beat Osprey for the bands. But, uh, <laughs> can he wait? Um, um, just so gr- grind away out when I was cutter and just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on this um, New Japan Noah show, do you reckon we're getting um, Muta versus Tanahashi? Yes, that'd be nice. That would be lovely. Very nice. We will have to find somewhere to watch that. I, I really want to see that because that's that's huge. I mean, we can, as I say, we can wait. We can watch you on New Japan World, mm. or we can we just do. It is a bit sketch. It is a bit sketch that they're like not showing it live on New Japan World, isn't it? Yeah, mm. we could do. We could do it through more nefarious means. <laughs> There's that. I, yes. The chances are, I might be up in in Bonnie Wee Scotland for will the Wrestle Kingdom. I will. I considering it. I might go up and see Uran. Yeah, go and invade your ends. Not uh, like that. Uh, just, come, just come up and sleep on your couch. But yeah, um, <laughs> that's going to be good. Uh, we'll probably end up watching it through nefarious means, but don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Anyway, let's move on, and we are going to stick with some New Japan news. Uh, Eddie Kingston was announced for New Japan uh, Nemesis in California, um, and. Is this a separate bit of news or is this the same bit of same news? Bit. Same, same bit. Same bit. Uh, New Japan Strong Nemesis. Oh, yes. So it is. My bad. Uh, New Japan Strong Nemesis uh, on the 9th of December. Uh, matches announced for that are Jay White versus Christopher Daniels. Yes, boy. Alex Zane versus Aria Davari. Jonah, big, big, thick Jonah versus David Finley. Uh, Carl Fredericks and Kevin Knight against Bateman and Mysterioso. Brody King versus Dave Dutra. DKC versus TJP. Just a lot of fucking abbreviations there. Is that, so is that because TJP trying to like speedrun Donkey Kong Country? <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been waiting to say that? About five, ten seconds. All right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and of course, the aforementioned uh, Eddie Kingston will also be in action. It's pretty fucking cool. Jay White versus Christopher Daniels, the match I never know I wanted until right now. Yeah, man. David Finley versus Jonah should slap as well, to be honest. Yeah. Jo- Jonah getting around doing the fucking Lord's work. <laughs> Is this Christopher what? Daniels' first match since he got blood everywhere? Yeah, I think No, so. he wrestled um, oh, was he? in Impact. 
Yes. You oh, I thought he just you. made an appearance. I didn't realize he'd wrestled. Did anyone? Yeah, yeah, did yeah. anyone ever see that promo we did on BTA? Like the week after he got retired, yeah. it was like oh, black yeah. eye. Huh? It's like legitimately incredible. Yeah, yeah. That sounds decent though. What What I He's do very... want though, and what what Jonah's been been tweeting out and Instagramming and, and teasing is him against Jeff Cobb. Oh. I, I really want that, and it's it's that like it's that would like, that, would like leg- that legit cause like a tsunami somewhere on the other side of the planet. Yeah, if, if they have those two thoughts, <laughs> he's there's the picture of those two pointing at each other, and it's the play on the Spider Man meme where it's just like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I really want that. But that's sure that they wrestled like in PWG, they probably have, but I want it now. Like, it's, it's in, every, everyone's wrestled in PWG, everyone's yeah. wrestled in PWG. I probably the, did the, in a previous life. The, there was also on, on um, one show where Jonah just murdered Sammy Guevara. It was just five really uncomfortable minutes of Jonah just throwing Sammy Guevara just around. Just annihilating like, a small child. <laughs> pretty much, like, yeah. Like kicking a puppy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was it was, it was was very nice. Very, very, very nice. Um, moving on to some Impact news now. Uh, during Impact Turning Point, uh, Impact Executive Scott Damore announced the first ever Knockouts Ultimate X match will take place at Impact Hard to Kill on January the 8th. The winner of the bout will be the number one contender to the Impact Knockouts Championship, which is currently held by Mickey James. Uh, James will be defending the Knockouts title against Deonna Perrazzo, also at Hard to Kill. Uh, no competitors have been announced yet. So how is Impact booking the women's division better now than when they were run by an actual woman? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But Impact's a fucking, like, low-key, like, Fucking smashing it with some of the stuff they're putting out, man. Like, this is really cool. Ultimate X matches, like, from the very few I've seen, are a, a fucking... now, now that, like, now that NXT have like pressed the soft destruct button on their women's division, I'd say Impact yeah. will probably make, take a claim as to have the best women's division in wrestling. Yeah, easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah, 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 agree. Agree. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, when is that? It's next year, isn't it? January the 8th. It's the 8th of January, yes. What, Jordan Stay Grace up. in the match. You can't the wait. same day as night two of Wrestle Kingdom. I was just about to say, isn't that the same weekend as Wrestle Kingdom? Mm-hmm. Oh, Christ, it's going to be a fucking... Be night. Night all, all, I, all, I want, all I want for that Ultimate X match is I want like three of your best flippiest women and then Jordan Grace just run around and host them all to death. <laughs> yeah. Yes, boy. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's man. pretty much what we all want, mate. I want her to win by like bending one of like the scaffolds so that the X drops down and she grabs you and takes it. <laughs> going full shield on the match. <laughs> no, that's that's be awesome. Uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna start watching Impact again, again, aren't I? So again, again. It's, all, it's all right, mate. They got rid of Austin Aries this time. Yeah, <laughs> true. Well, someone else you might be getting rid of, possibly. Is in our next story. Um, FIFA Select reports that W. Morrissey is now apparently technically a free agent, although he is currently discussing a new deal with Impact Wrestling. Uh, Morrissey, who you may know as the former Big Cass, noted during a recent interview that his deal with Impact Wrestling had expired at the end of October, and he was hoping to remain there. However, according to Impact sources, he was looking for a, quote, big money deal by Impact standards after proving himself in the ring on screen and in a behavioral fashion. Uh, he's currently, interestingly though, he's still currently booked to face Matt Cardona at Turning Point. Do you know what? It doesn't feel like that long ago that he'd signed with Impact. Yeah, was it a six-month deal though, maybe? I say, was it, it must yeah. have been a really short deal. I mean, because well, he, he, he was a little bit... Um, he wasn't the most reliable name coming in, was he? No. Well, he, yeah, he what? dealt with a lot of issues before, like, since his release on WWE and that kind of in-between thing. I remember watching an interview with him and uh, Enzo on 
I can't remember where it was, but they were just basically talking about kind of a lot of the issues that they face, obviously all the allegations of Enzo, but a lot of the the stuff that that Cass Morrissey whatever you want to call him. Uh, he had, did he have some well. he had alcohol issues? Alcohol yeah. issues. And... He collapsed, didn't he, at that indie show? And he yeah. Nearly died. Yeah. yeah. And then came back absolutely ripped to fuck. Mm. Yeah, because he looked yeah. really like, I mean, I'm, I'm not the first one, I'm not the one to call out anyone's physical appearance, but he looked a bit so- soft, funnily enough, if you pardon the pun. <laughs> yeah. Um, at some point after his yeah. release. Very doughy. Um, yeah. Did you say yeah, doughy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, he, he, he wasn't. He wasn't like. Boy. He wasn't like actual pop and fresh, but you know. <laughs> that's there's a reference for absolutely no one. <laughs> just didn't us. Co- just didn't us. quite look like Captain Kool Aid, but um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it. What was interesting about this is that, um, like, impact of, with a lot of people they brought in were signing them on like short term deals during the pandemic, just so. If they got a better offer, essentially they could take it. Yeah, which they weren't tied in for fucking two, three years and, or whatever. Yeah, and then obviously if they do want to resign, then they can, they can do it. Uh, he's he's been doing some really good work in Impact. I've been really impressed from what I've seen of him. Yeah, um, I, I like I like that sort of like weird churn of talent Impact have had. It it kind of makes them like a bit like PWG but on telly, but slightly yeah. less crazy. Like there's always a yeah. chance of like you don't quite know who's going to show up. Like oh look, there's like. Christian's back and like here's Rhino still and like oh look here's Big Cass and like oh look now like Jonah's here and it's like okay this is cool yeah yeah oh and also here's some guys from fucking New Japan oh and yeah Minoru Suzuki's here because here's Minoru yeah. Suzuki here's Jay White here's fucking Finn Juice here's yeah, yeah like, remember when else. Jay White came to America and the only promotion he appeared in was Impact yeah yeah <laughs> who had that who had that down for 2021 <laughs> was that in your bingo like sorry Kenny I want to go and wrestle and- in, in Impact Wrestling they teased, they teased Jay White and fucking Kenny and then didn't give us it the bastards. Yeah. Oh, cock tease. Yeah. I'm actually here to just induct Chris Bay into the Bullet Club. Yeah. Which is hey, fine. Which is that's great. Quite, yeah, which is, that's quite cool. It means we're getting... But also, like, a lot, a load of Impact guys have been on New Japan Strong as well recently. Like, Good mm. Brothers there. Yeah. Uh, Josh Alexander's been doing some stuff there, which is cool. Good Brothers um, get about everywhere. They're a pair of holes. Yeah, they are. They just yeah. get about. They've got the kids everywhere. So Fucking... I mean, by, by their own admission. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> did, did you see that thing Carl Anderson put on Twitter where it was just like, "I need to get out of Vegas," and he just had like a, a multicolored cowboy hat on and like some bees around his neck. <laughs> it's like, oh god, what are you doing, Carl? <laughs> it's almost gone too. Ch- He's almost gone full Chad too bad. <laughs> ne- never go full Chad too bad. No, no. awful no. salmon. What that? Or full sex Ferguson. No, all, all, always, always go full sex Ferguson. Fuck always. you, buddy! Fuck you, buddy! Yeah, man. Aaron, what you got for us, boy? EWG just had a show called It's a Long Way to the Top If You Want to Rock and Roll. That, that, that's too long a title, but sure. Nah, it's just PWG, uh, mate. Get used nah, to it. I, mean, I mean, it literally worked for ACDC, mate. So, you know. Yeah, it's, it's too long. Um, on the card, Aramis defeat Jack Cartwheel. Uh, Lee Moriarty defeated Kevin Blackwood. Leo Rush defeated Davey Richards. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Dragon Lee defeated Ray Horace and Demonic Flamita. Uh, Jonathan Gresham defeated Daniel Garcia via referee stoppage. Oh, boy. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, 
from from like Matt. Um, from like reports from fans who were there, that's like legit, like a match of the year contender. Really? I can, I can fully believe to that. the surprise of absolutely nobody. <laughs> yeah. um, Shame we won't get to see it for about another six months. Alex Gallagher finds his DVD burner. I think, <laughs> I think for that one, as soon as they fucking put the pre order up for the um, Blu rays, I'm probably going to get it. That much. Yeah. yeah. Excalibur's um, forgotten his password for his computer, so he can't make the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, PWG World Tag Team Titles, uh, Kings of the Black Throne, that's Malachi Black and Brody King, retained the titles, defeating the workhorse men, JD Drake and Anthony Henry. In a match that was in no way stiff. No way. <laughs> no, none. Soft. Little horse fight between JD Drake and Brody King for the boys. Oh. And in the main event for the PWG World Title, Bantino, Bantino? Bandido retained his title, defeating Alex Shelley. In what is surely like a lost X Division match from like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. I mean, there's rarely a PWG card that comes out where you go, that isn't worth a watch. Yeah. Yeah. The, the three shows they've run so far since coming back have all sounded excellent. So I'm really excited to see them win. I mean, when you can what book was... like literally any wrestler, it's kind of all right, isn't it? Yeah. Was, the, was it Mystery Vortex or whatever it's called? Mystery Vortex 7, I think it was. Yeah. And then, and then they have I can't what the other one was called. Mm. I think it's like a new life goal of mine to go to a Mystery Vortex show live. Yeah. Just go to any PWG mm. show. Yeah, the Mystery Vortex one, like where you don't know who's gonna come out is like yeah. it's, it's like yeah. what if the what if an entire paper was the Royal Rumble? Oh. You just don't know what's coming next. Should we should we do that? Should we do that one year? Let's do that what, one. Mis- yeah. Mystery Vortex. Let's do yeah. mystery vortex fact, it's it's one, even yeah. more exciting because it, it could be anyone. It's not necessarily people on the contract, is it? It could just be yeah. anyone. The, could get, the only the only thing with mystery vortex is they usually announce it like a month in advance, and it's never like a set date. It's just randomly like yeah. go. Hmm. This next show is going to be mystery vortex. Like, oh shit! Shit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'd have to be like really on it to get tickets for that. I'm flights. I'm flights. Yeah, we'll we'll work it out. Fuck it, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> if they could do it around WrestleMania in LA, that would be perfect. Oh yeah, definitely going to that. We're doing Mania 2023. Come on, boys, done. Sort it out. Anyway, let's move on. Boom. Uh, penultimate bit of news. Thanks for getting told he's going to WrestleMania. <laughs> you are. Aaron's face of getting told he's going to WrestleMania. Aaron, why would you not want to come to Hollywood I, with the boys? I, I saw the I saw the fear in his eyes. Okay, Aaron, I mean, you, Aaron, I mean, you can come with us. You don't have to go to WrestleMania. I mean, I'll, I'll see I'll you come, as well. I'll, I'll come to LA, mate. I'll, uh, I'll find something to do. I'll just go and eat loads of hot dogs. Okay, me and, hot dogs me, oh yeah, me, me, me and Jay will go to WrestleMania. You and Aaron can go and. We can go to Pink's hot dog in Borium and Aaron might get free hot dogs. She's got pink hair. Tasty. Oh. tasty. We, we <laughs> can go to all the indie shows. We can, we, 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 we can go to the Playboy Mansion, mate. And just hang yeah. Out. Top Shaggers. Let's go. Fucking <laughs> 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 Just turn up afterwards. We're going to smoke in a pile like a bubble pipe in the, in the pool. Just like, you know. Let's go. No Playboy Mansion. Big Tasty. Drinking drink, drink, <laughs> wearing Just everything we own. Just come out and everything we own. Just become crushed velvet. And like, <laughs> big Tasty. <laughs> Tasty just walking around LA in his pajamas. Pair <laughs> of silk pajamas with the top rope logo on. Love it, obviously. I'll dress as a bunny if you want. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, 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 that's my nightmare tonight. <laughs> that's me not sleeping. 
it's, anyway, it's right, I don't like sleep anyway, mate. It's fine. <laughs> so overrated, mate. Sleep when you're dead. Fuck it. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. Uh, penultimate bit of news for the rest of the world. Uh, GCW announced the first inductees to the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame. Jerry Lynn is set to uh, be inducted by Sean Waltman, a.k.a. X-Pac, and Homicide is to be inducted by Chris Dickinson and Ruckus by Sanjay Dutt. The event is set to take place on the 22nd of January, 2022. That's really cool, isn't it? That's really cool. cool. Really, really cool. Is Jerry Lynn's one of those guys who, like, well, and Homicide and Ruckus, they're, they're all the three guys who have, like, really done a lot of work because they've never been in a major fed. They've never quite got... Like the sort of legacy recognition that they deserve, and it's cool that they're going to get well, something like that. Jerry Lynn was in WWE, wasn't he? Briefly, but didn't yeah, for like really a, for get like a cup of, for a cup, cup of coffee, coffee. Mate, yeah. yeah, but didn't get the recognition he deserved. He's is he a trainer at AEW now? He's a yeah. producer, yeah, producer, yeah. yeah. He I also think, isn't he's he also producer for the women's division, possibly. He I also um, Dustin, isn't it? He was also one of the bad lads who accompanied Tony Khan to um, Impact. Yeah, he was. He, Jerry, interfe- he interfered in that match with Private Party, became more contenders for the titles. Saying Jerry Lynn was in WWE is on par with saying Ultimo Dragon was in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. Homicide, very famously, was the man who failed to climb the Steel Asylum the night that Jeff Hardy came back to TNA. Yep. <laughs> Got stuck. <laughs> oh, Troy, have you ever seen the Steel Asylum? No, I haven't. Please, it looks like, me. It was like what if a cage? What if a cage was designed by people who never had to climb it? <laughs> it was. It was basically like it looked kind of like the elimination chamber, but it was bright red. And to win, you had to crawl through a hole at the top, but it was fucking massive. What? And yeah, it was. It was. It was an absolute dumpster fire. So what good. what what year of TNA was this? Was this during oh, this the was, bad times? This was the it, start. This was like this was the first show under Hogan. Yeah. Oh, so okay. It was the day that TNA went head to head with Raw and Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, fucking hell. And it good was like, that. why are you doing this? And, and they still got over a million viewers. Yeah, they did. To be fair, and WWE that day brought back Bret Hart as well. Yeah. Wow. So. That was like that was their answer. They went, "Yeah, we're, we're going to do this and just bring TNA TNA scared WWE into bringing back Bret Hart and apologising for the screw job." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. There, there it is. is. Behind there you go. What the fuck is that? It looks like a cross between Hell in a Cell and the Punjabi prison match. It, it, it looks, looks like a kid's climbing frame, but like it looks like without fucking... health and safety in mind. I'm fairly sure like I got into one of the does it does. <laughs> I'm fairly sure I've been in one of those at the fucking wacky warehouse, if anyone remembers them. <laughs> Didn't you still have one of them at Charlie Chalk's Fun Factory Tasty? Quite possibly. Oh, shout out. There's a fucking niche reference for you. There's a niche reference. <laughs> if you like niche references, fun. we've got you covered. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, yeah, the Steel Asylum match with the fucking Never mess. It was so good. Back to the original <laughs> point, though. Um, that's pretty cool. As you say, Jerry Lynn... Mm. Uh, homicide and ruckus all very yeah. very worthy of induction to en- into any hall of fame really Je- um, jerry cool. lynn should be just forgetting a fucking death metal scream in wwe yes when he, boy when he cut that promo and started yeah. just going <laughs> <laughs> big fan of that i'm always there for you my bastard <laughs> top top shagger jerry lynn Top lad, Jerry Lynn. Um, he still looks weird with short hair, though. I don't like it. Yeah, That's I don't like him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, top referee, referee, then Christopher Daniels versus Stephen Amell. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
guest referee, Jerry Lynn. Um, moving on, the final bit of news. On that same weekend, uh, GCW have announced that they, they have sold out the world on GCW show at the Hammerstein Ballroom on January the 23rd. Um, they've also announced that Eddie Kingston, the Briscoes, will be on the show. Um, and the names also announced for the show include Alex Cologne, Alex Zane, Ali Catch, ASF, Atticus Koga, Big Vin, Blake Christian, Effie, Gringo Loco, Jimmy Lloyd, Joey Janela, Jordan Oliver, Laredo Kid, the Deathmatch King himself, Matt Cardona, Matthew Justice, Nick Wayne, Ninja Mac, and Tony Deppen. Damn. First. I are, think are you excited you're for, that, on for that? Yeah. yeah. Harry, yeah. You're, yeah, you're a GCW advocate, aren't you? Yeah, they announced it. At, um... They announced it when they did Mox and Gage, didn't they? Yeah, like... that, yeah, they announced it on that show. How do just... you, you feel about Matt Cordona, the, the Deathmatch King, being there? You happy uh, with that? Don't worry about it. I'm not, mate. Yeah. You sound like you're worried about it, though. The Briscoes are tag team champs, are they not? Oh, they yeah. Still they be, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they uh, threw Mance Warner through a door. Yeah, yeah. It'll be good right to see. It'll be good to see a sold out ECW arena again. Yeah. Oh, of course. That's where they used to have the ECW pay per views. So yeah. they've announced this is because of like the, the way they've allocated the tickets and like the way they've structured out the seating. This will be the biggest crowd ever in the Hammerstone Ballroom for a wrestling event. Damn. It's going to be cool. rowdy. That's Wait, more than like ECW one night stand, more than fucking when Raw was there. Yeah. See when Nick Gage Mad. comes out, right? Are people just going to fall off the balcony? People are just going to ascend to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a localized like rapture. rapture. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they if they don't announce Nick Gage versus Eddie Kingston, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. In New in New York is the main event. Come on. Yeah. Shite bag if you didn't. Shite bag if you didn't. Ah. Yeah, anyway, cool. I, I think we should do a watch along for that. Might be quite, might be quite fun. January, oh, yeah. J- January's a fucking busy month for stuff, isn't it? Well, that's we got, we got... the Royal Rumble's getting pushed back to fucking February, isn't it, Paul? Oh, huh? oh seen the other GCW news. They recently announced Ali Catch versus Charlie Evans. Yes, Charlie Evans. For New, oh, for oh, New oh, Year's oh, Eve. Oh, 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 oh. Charlie, Charlie that's Evans. That's going to be fucking stiff. Staying up. We've also got fucking, well, we might not all want to watch it, but you've also got WWE's day one pay-per-view on New Year's Day. You've got that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> right, you, you've got that issue, you know what I mean? That sounds like a you problem, mate. <laughs> Do you know what? In, in other news, just I've sacked off me. everyone. Just <laughs> running us on my own, yeah? Just one. Just one man. Just, just, ma- just one rainmaker. Been a math. Been a math. <laughs> Sound uh, full watching Raw on your own, pal. All right. Troy officially has no friends. Oh, also announced for that GCW show, by the way, um, is Ricky Morton. Yeah. Ricky Morton's back. Uh, Ricky yeah. Morton's always at GCW, though. It's he must like... be knocking 75. Don't worry about it. You can still do it. Mean, the the picture they've used still on the poster is not him this, in, at his current age. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> they've, they've been kind, haven't they? They've used an older <laughs> picture. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky Morton's at every GCW show now. It's not like it's a new thing. To be fair, he has he has quite all right matches. To be honest, when when um back when NWA wasn't like a fucking wretched hive of scum and villainy, um and Rock and Roll Express were tag team champions, it was awesome. (laughs) They were having banging matches. They had they had a match against uh, now the now LA Knight 
and James Storm and uh, Bram and Royce Isaacs. It was absolutely fucking banger. Yeah. Uh, also, it was a special Black Friday deal today only. You can buy a VHS tape of Jerry Jones Spring Break on the YouTube new website. Because everyone's still got a VHS player. Do, do you know yeah. what a VHS is, Aaron? Do you, know what, do you remember? Does anyone remember Video Plus? Yes. Oh, I have to, to get the, put, put yeah, the, have to buy, the fucking the TV times or whatever. You have to buy the right TV guy that had the Video Plus numbers yeah. on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, that was effort. <laughs> Aaron has an answer, so I'm going to assume he doesn't. I no, I, no, no, I don't know what a VHS. Aaron's a wine oh. attendant. Before you took him back to the video yeah. shop. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on that bombshell, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, we've been the entire wrestling podcast. Thank you as always for listening. Very, very much appreciated. Uh, that has been the news. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, Avon. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast Housing. <laughs>